There it is. Now we're live. That had to be the longest one ever. That's what like... she said. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well played, like Kyle vacation Scott. Cop. All rested and witty. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a nice nap today. Me too. I, 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 we've, yeah, we've been uh, we've been vacationing. So like today, we had a nice long midday nap. It was it was empowering. Being charged. <laughs> Are you still doing a lot of order in sushi? Oh, so much order in sushi. Um, so much order in sushi and, and like pizza and stuff. Um, the, the, the Denver area is full. I like Grubhub anyway. Whenever I go anywhere, I'm using a ton of Grubhub. Um, even, I know they're anti-Trump, but, um, but, 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 but I don't care. That's the best way to get food brought to you, I think. I, um, I can't judge too much. I'm, uh, I guess I'm on the blue side compared to you, but... I sometimes find myself at Chick-fil-A, you know? Oh, man. See, that's the thing. Like, if, if, Grubhub makes, if Grubhub's service is awesome and I've only heard good things, I don't fucking care if they're communists. I mean, they wouldn't be because they have a good service, but, like, they – who cares? So. Just like uh, Chick-fil-A, I don't care if he comes out and he's like, guys, I mean – are we were overblowing this Hitler thing at this point, right? It's been decades. You'd well, be like, well, you just keep making the chicken sandwiches – and it came out because they were donating money, though, right? Like they're like, like all right, so yeah, when you buy Chick Fil A, your money goes towards like anti-gay hate groups, and you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. I really don't eat there much. I honestly don't, but my daughter it's does. Tasty. And it's funny because um, she's like more militant than me, right? Yeah, like, yeah, she's like, liberal. There's some real hypo hypocrisy going on there. So. Man, I, I'll tell you what, that chicken is so fucking good that anybody who's like, no, I'm not going to eat that chicken. That's hate chicken probably didn't like chicken sandwiches very much beforehand. Mm. I just feel like there are so, so few people who's like, I don't know, on principle alone would turn down that delicious, tasty chicken because it is juicy. It is the highest grade fast food like chicken meat out there. There's never any like gristle or fat or like toughness or chewiness to it. Like I've had like bits of like hard bone in McDonald's chicken sandwiches oh, yeah, before. Like gristle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't get that at Chick-fil-A. It's 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 better than anything that I could make. Wendy's it's is so somewhere good. in the middle. I feel like um, you're not going to get bones and stuff in their grade of chicken. But I do think that uh, Kyle says you might. Huh? I, I, you I might. don't know. I, I think I, I've had a lot of Wendy's chicken. I have better luck than him, I think. But I will I like say sometimes there's like breaded chunks on the side. And it's like that's just, just a chunk of like breading nonsense. It wasn't even chicken. Yeah, that's just a cube of seasoning Thank that you. happened yeah. its way into this container. Like right. that's what the thing I, with Chick-fil-A is it's not like a world-class chicken sandwich. But it's not just a little bit better than all the other restaurants in its caliber. Like it's yeah. little – wheelhouse it's right through chicken places it obliterates them like i they yeah. have to sit in marketing meetings at like bk and mcdonald's and be like all right how are we gonna attack wendy's this week like don't you want to shoot a little higher and go for chick-fil-a and they're like oh look at ted the new guy yeah we're gonna go after chick-fil-a really <laughs> our employees to clean their fingernails ted like <laughs> you think we're gonna be saying refresh your beverages and say oh thank you so much for coming to chick-fil-a you come back real soon you hear and like all the little lines that they say like the chick-fil-a is the best it's the one fast food place where i go through and i feel like the guy serving me isn't like fantasizing about murdering me yeah they look like they're having a good time in there like like they're, yeah, they're, they're, it's, they're not it's, it's work but still. i don't know like when i go by there's usually there's usually like two hot blonde chicks with ponytails and like three dudes trying to really hustle to show yeah. off for those two <laughs> like like they're really wiping everything down mm -hmm. and fucking turn, getting those milkshakes fucking made like everybody's yeah. hustling in there and the managers time. of chick-fil-a you would think the owner of chick-fil-a was just in a room somewhere with cameras like GoPros watching all of those managers because they'll come over and bother you. Like I've had them come over and be like, hi, sir, how's everything? 
it's good. Well, I think you're owner it's operators Chick-fil-A. a lot of times. Can I refresh I, your beverage? No, it's fine. Like I can do it. Please I, stop walking over. Chick-fil-A, I've got a couple things to say. One, Kyle's right. There are more attractive topics. For, for Chick-fil-A, or better yet, for fast food, there's a lot of attractive people working at Chick-fil-A. I never really, at Chick-fil-A, I never really put that together. Like it, if you go to Wendy's, McDonald's, whatever, you're likely to find the person Ass that you're afraid this food will turn you into, right? Like, mm-hmm. ooh, you know? <laughs> there is a freak show of a woman at my local Burger King. Like, like, like I can hear her voice and know it's her because she talks as her way. And I get my passenger ready. I'm like, look, there is a ham beast serving <laughs> up the burgers up here. And, 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 and sometimes they'll be a little sensitive. They'll be like, hey, that's not cool. Like, what? Oh, you're going to make fun of the fat person? I'm like, no, you wait. This person's <laughs> face has done a job of the hut thing where it's melted into their body. And, and, and it's <laughs> they're just and, a thumb. Inevitably, even the like, even the nicest person will be like, oh, God, what, what is that? It's disgusting. There are some nasty people working the the, the fast food windows. Chick Fil A though, if someone had, if their body fat has just gone completely off the scale, or if their uh, pimples One. and such on their face uh, it has just like turned like it's awful, and they're working at like a Wendy's, I'm like, oh my god, that's what happens when you spend too much time here. You, you turn into this massive pimple faced fat person. That's what fast food does. So. Uh, but not Chick Fil A. It would turn me into what I would, I guess, like a really attractive eighteen yeah, an attractive girl. young girl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah Michael Blonde. <laughs> you know, yeah, two milkshakes, like, I guess. Southern Baptist, <laughs> conservative family, good school, you know, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> on home and vac- on home and vacation from uh, Trinity, wherever. Yeah. I don't care which Trinity, just one of those, you know, universities. Yeah, I think that really is. Great. It really is for those who, who who have not had it. It's in its own class. It's a whole other thing. I don't know how that chicken tastes that good, and I've never had chicken like that before anywhere else. It's just really good, juicy uh, peanut oil. chicken. It, other places it. use peanut oil though, and and they don't achieve that. Like really, where else? Yeah. does? Like, um, I, don't know. I think checkers. I think checkers might. I don't have checkers. Mm. Maybe that's why. New topic. Yeah. I went to the um, orthopedic surgeon today. So people don't know. I don't talk about it much because I'm kind of embarrassed. But when I first got my new paramotor, I kind of had to relearn some of the controls and the way that it launched. And on one of the launches, I jammed my knee. What was that? Maybe two and a half months ago, I got that Mm -hmm. thing. And uh, it hasn't been healing up. Like, it still hurts. Usually when I come back from a rest of some sort, maybe I have it on the coffee table or I've slept or I've sat in a chair for some time. When I first get up, it's incredibly weak and I kind of have to walk it off. Yeah. It looks like it's not serious. I I was concerned it was a torn meniscus. That was my like my personal self-diagnosis. I knew it was stable, so it wasn't a ligament and I didn't know what else it could be. Apparently, there is a fatty like tissue like lump behind your kneecap whose job mm. it is to sort of like lubricate the, the movings down there. And uh, it's likely that I damaged, scarred, whatever mine, and it's swollen and inflamed. And uh, he hit it with a cortisone shot today. And that was, it wasn't bad at all, but I was very fearful. The needle was like this long. And uh, he doesn't just poke it and stab it. He's like wiggling it around. Got to get in there. Yeah, because he's trying to insert the, the a cortisone is like a, a super strong anti-inflammatory. anti-inflammatory, and he's trying to put it in a bunch of different places, and uh, yeah. he's talking to me while he does it. I think is a distraction method. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but you want him focused? <laughs> no, I, I, I I'll, I'll pimp the guy. Doctor Martini at Cary Orthopedic is very good. 
Um, I really, really like the guy. He fixed my right knee, and now that is like my good knee. I uh, an ACL replacement there. I wow. went. I went there to um, get my hand worked on after it was broken, and uh, um, he basically looked at it and said, "You know, if it was simpler, I might take it on, but you need to go to a hand specialist." And I appreciated that about him. You know, like, like I always watch doctors and stuff and see if they have a profit motive. And he was just like, nope, not this one. You go get that deal, go to that other guy. Whereas uh, I've had some doctors that like, you know, it's like asking your barber if you need a haircut. You know, hey, do you think I need this worked on? Fuck yeah, sit right here. I happen to I'm do that. I'd go somewhere else. I'm not great at this. You know? <laughs> yeah, Early yeah. onset Parkinson's. You know? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I saw him today. I've got full confidence in this guy. And, and basically he said, look, this shot is almost definitely going to heal it. Um, if it unheals in a month after it wears off, then, uh, you know, we'll look at other ideas on how we can, you know, fix it permanently. So, but he's like, about, he's like, says 60% of the time, this will be the last thing I need to do. The other 40, we got a whole test, the last of which is surgery. Like, I always wonder with doctors, like what you said with referring to a specialist, mm -hmm. like if it's kind of like that, like they, they like mm -hmm. that a little bit, almost like a customer service person, <laughs> like up to them and you ask them like hey i need to talk to a manager immediately in their head they're like Phew, not my fucking problem yep. <laughs> and then you just completely forget about it whereas like if he just sees your fucked hand or something he's like oh jesus actually i know a guy like i it's real good at this like That's... i feel like it's almost you my, know like <laughs> my, my hand has um it's weak it's like I, I, I do this little thing in person where I like show you the grip strength in different in the difference between my good hand and my hand. This hand is it's dull. It, it, it has no strength. There's, there's nerve damage. You can hardly see the scar anymore. But here, the, there was nerve damage and um, it was broken. And you know when I took it to Doctor Martini because he's like my guy. Um, he was like nah. He's like yeah. I do some hand surgery if it's vanilla. But you are Rocky Road and he sent me on so uh yeah we went to a specialist as a whole though that's good news that it's not more serious than you anticipated yeah, yeah it's less serious than you know dr woody uh, had yeah. self-diagnosed and I, I mentioned i was you know i was like could it be this could it be that and he was able to i love this one a doctor is one doesn't think you're an idiot like for having gone to google and learned about different stuff you know instead he just like realistically discusses what you picked up <laughs> And uh, uh, two, he was able to like, provide sound arguments for his diagnosis compared to like. Yeah. And yeah. doctors have like a confidence that like I've heard. I don't I've heard this like, you know, if you're like at a dentist's office or you're getting your braces on. Oh, my God. My fucking orthodontist did this nonstop where they'd say, oh, you broke a bunch of brackets off. It's like, well, you know sorry like i don't i didn't mean to mm -hmm. i didn't maliciously do it uh and they go you know what the problem is you're you're doing this that and the other and i'm like well i actually looked up online and it said that i should be able to eat chips ahoy cookies just fine and he's like well that's just ridiculous and then they give you a little like a parental lecture with like i can also tell you haven't been flossing i can tell you haven't been doing this and that with real doctors they're not compensating for shit so if you go in there and they're like yeah you have pneumonia they're like, honestly, though, I Googled it, and it said I could handle this with a little bit of sunshine and some sunny D. The doctor's going to be like, yeah, good fucking luck. I got other people to deal with. See you later. <laughs> like, have fun with your sunny D elixir and come back when you're maybe not dead next week. I, like, I don't know. It's like a difference in confidence with a doctor and, like, an orthodontist dentist. Or, or, like, the dentist, they feel like they got to tell you 
Like <laughs> I, I, I like it. Like if I say, look, you know, I've got this lesion on my shoulder or something. I looked at it. It looks exactly like this. What do we got here? And if they're able to confidently be like, all right, yep, yep. You know, I can see why your Google search turned that up. But that also presents with these three other things that you're lacking. And like I, I love a doctor who's not uh, like afraid to be challenged. I, challenging makes me sound like a dick. But I, I just want them to be like confident and competent and, and i'm not confident enough to question a doctor like i would never go into a mechanics and be like you know maybe it's just the gas itself that's the problem <laughs> you know maybe it's a bad tank they'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> could the tank have went bad and now all my gas is bad i haven't driven in like i hear that yeah I always One do both apple of those the bunch. things. Yeah, I, I'll, I provide like my if I if I can't fix it myself, I provide like a sample diagnosis on both cars and body. You know, like yeah, yeah I, I I I'm afraid it's this. Hell, I went in there a tiny mildly a bit afraid it was cancer. You know, I just like I know you wouldn't think it was cancer because it um it, it happened with a jam knee, right? So the that, that's not a cancer symptom, right? But really. My brother's knee was just bugging him and not healing and kind of like just not getting better uh, before he went to a doctor and found out he had bone cancer. And I'm like, fuck, like, I hope, hope that's not it. Jesus. But, uh, How long ago is that, if, if that's not too personal? Is, um, I'm going to call it 12 years ago, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. So it was a while ago, yeah. But then um, it, apparently one of the things that chemo can give you is more cancer so uh, (laughs) (laughs) so he actually had a second cancer lung cancer um from the chemo like it like you know how cancer spreads and goes somewhere else Mm -hmm. that wasn't his symptom uh he just the chemo gave him cancer and Mm -hmm. uh and he had to deal with that all over again we're like the U.S. with those little, like, shitty ISIS groups in the Middle East where we, like, build one up, like, you're the cancer for us now. Take care of that other cancer. And then that cancer gets out of control, and you're like, oh, fuck, we got to make some new cancer. Because these guys get real out of control. <laughs> Oncologists, are, they just look at U.S. foreign policy for ideas. <laughs> get Hillary, Hillary and Barry on the phone. <laughs> oh, he, um, Obama... Uh, what is it called? Commune? A sentence today? But commuted. I, commuted, yeah. I, but I guess he commuted Chelsea Manning's sentence. Um, Chelsea, How much of it? They said most, but like... Uh, from have, now like... forwards. I, th- I think what it meant is that she served seven years, and now she's done. Cool. Oh, so it's like time served? Like, is art, you're out? Yeah, he's like, my term's over. You're safe. And apparently she was doing really bad. She had two failed suicide attempts. Um, and I'm not really? sure... Did Chelsea Manning start off as a girl or a boy? No, it's Bradley Manning, uh, the guy who leaked the information to Julian Assange, like in 2010, mm-hmm. and then Assange dumped all that information. So, mm. yeah, oh, he, okay, was, yeah, Bradley Manning. So there's a transgender He's, thing going on now. Bradley yep. needs to become Chelsea, and a, apparently. I guess the military is somehow obligated to fix this, but they have very little experience in this kind of surgery. Like there aren't uh, the military. Wait, the military. <laughs> so Bradley Manning was in the military, right? Yeah. And he has like military health care. I was just reading about it like an hour ago. And yeah. uh, and uh, under this, like, they, they treat what the problems you have while you're still in the military, which I guess he is. And she is not 
the whole i'm very confused because <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> uh it, i i think we're intended to refer to her as chelsea and her even though uh if you were to just take a picture you might guess guy and uh so anyway <laughs> so uh anyway somehow there's an additional complication in that she wants to get a surgery i love that <clears throat> yeah you're like just just to be cleared we're told to ignore our eyes and general <laughs> sense and all other senses and or mental faculties. She fucked We're me all in the supposed ass, to pretend but it's not together. <laughs> <laughs> if we all believe, maybe it will. Oh, man. Like, I'm willing to, like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So she. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So she needs to have this surgery. And I guess one of the complications is the military is not good at doing it because there, yeah. there aren't a lot of soldiers uh, who've become chicks. Uh, it's also yeah. not surgery that a lot of doctors are comfortable doing. Like, good at it, right? Like, surgeon at, uh, Johns Hopkins even says like, he refuses to do it there. Like it was a big kerfuffle with him because mm -hmm. he was like, no, we're still like, in his opinion, he's like, this is, you don't treat a mental illness with physical invasive, you know, reconstructive, uh, surgery like that's not something we think should be done and so i'm not going to do it here and so it's like it is you want to be super understanding to these people but you also need to you know get with reality too that like this isn't just a stop and fix you know oil change kind of thing like this is a that's an enormous surgery there are huge ramifications for that like roll it up like a fruit roll up surgery. and then miserable and hate themselves and end up committing suicide afterward like it's not a fix-all thing so I it's agree. definitely more I agree with Taylor, and I'd love to take the pro-gender change uh, like community to, 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 to what do they call it? Take them to task. Task. That's exactly. Thank you so much. So um, there is another mental disorder where people feel like they're supposed to be like a, an amputee, right? And that this is like a real thing, and they just feel yeah. like they're not complete with this full leg, like it doesn't belong on here. It, like yeah. I'm supposed to be a below the knee amputee. That's just like the whole. They just it doesn't sit right with them. And, and they have that compulsion to remove it in the same way yeah. that like if you've ever gotten a splinter or a foreign body in, in inside of you, you're real. It's a it's a it's a strong compulsion to like get it out. You're like it. I, I'm normally squeamish, but I'm I'm going to start cutting. You right. know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get it out, and and that's how they feel. But I suspect that a lot of the people who are like, well, they, they were just born a girl in a boy's body, and you know they need relief from this, would not be like, oh, well, they were just born an amputee in a full body. They need relief from that too. Like I bet that they're, you know, not of, uh, of identical thought processes on the two. But I am, and I really think that i don't know like the, the, there should be a a therapy route towards yeah, i see what people. you're like yeah there should be a therapy <clears throat> route for it like the, it needs to be handled like it, it was in the dsm as a mental illness up until the dsm-5 in which a lot of people contend that it was changed because it was politicized and it was too incorrect but the problem like that people have with it is you can't even have the conversation because they perceive any kind of saying is like, I don't think that this is necessarily what you think it is. And I don't think this is the best way to solve it. They take that as like malicious, like, no, you just hate these trans people. It's like, yeah. no, like if you, if you really do fucking care about someone and you think they have a mental illness, you don't indulge their delusion. It's tremendously cruel and maladaptive. And you would only be doing that knowingly if you just want to make yourself look good and feel good but then there's also people who really do think that the surgery is the best way to help them so you have to know that they're not being malicious or agenda pushing it's just people are disagreeing on how to help 
You see, I don't know. We, we don't give those lizard people any shit. You know, those 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 people who want to put all the uh, the bumps on their forehead and buy, like split their tongue and stuff. That's not, I give them shit. No, yes, actually, I am. <laughs> I am also carrying my fair share of shit. Oh, I just let them. <laughs> I, I usually let them pass I by. Fling I fling a little uh, poo in their general direction. <laughs> <laughs> I identify as a guy with no job prospects. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Taylor, is yeah. addiction a mental disorder? Do they classify that? Do you know? I th it sounds I know like that you might know. People... Or is it a symptom of a, of a mental disorder? That's what, like, I think more is that, like, addiction isn't necessarily, like, like alcoholism or being addicted to crack. Like, I think that's a manifestation of something else. Just the same way that overeating is a manifestation of maybe you, like, have a lot of self-hate. <clears throat> or something like that. But, okay, so you think it's... Yeah, but you don't want to get too into, like, the, the addiction is a disease thing because then it takes away, you know, personal responsibility in a way because you can be like, oh, why am I smoking crack again? Well, it was inevitable. My body just brought me here. So, I don't know. It's really interesting thinking it's about all the hard. mental illnesses like... and stuff. And it's hard to not... It's it's hard, it's easy to be overconfident and think that you understand it and just be like, there's no fucking way anything transgender could be real or it's all totally real and when you question it, you're being a dick. Like it's there's it, a lot of gray area. Like um, and it's easy when you're healthy, even if you've had it before, to not empathize properly. Like oh, depression. Yeah. Have you tried not being depressed? Yeah. Just go <laughs> outside and start running and do the things that fix depression and not realizing like this invisible cage that a depressed person like the things that they need to do the most to really help themselves like go outside get some sunshine go running you know cure the root cause of things that are like causing them unhappiness mm -hmm. like they are just bound by invisible chains unable to address the things that are causing these problems yep. and uh, when you're not having that currently you're like there's no fucking chains on you just get up and, and what's fucked up with like anti-depression kind of medicine too mm -hmm. is that because it's marketed out there and it's a money make a way to make money is there's a vested interest in companies convincing you that oh no you're not just sad for a couple weeks you're not sad because people get sad you're depressed you're depressed and you can't fix this on your own you need this and then you make yourself dependent on these pills fuck up your serotonin levels make it so that you're you know uh uh, unable to feel really happy you just feel off i've taken antidepressants before and you just mm -hmm. feel weird at least i did like i just i felt different i didn't feel like i was fully me and you just get in this vicious cycle like i think like something like one in four uh women over the age of 45 are on antidepressants or something like that like it's, it's a tremendously high number and it's because it's popularized as like a you know, it's, it's unfashionable to just say that, you know, people get sad naturally. Like, right. maybe you're sad for, like, six weeks. Like, that's just the way people are. Maybe you're real happy after that. Like, sometimes you really don't need the pills, but sometimes you do. So, this is so hitting at home with me. One, I was just sad. Uh, when, when we had the snow and such and I was cooped up in the house, I, I don't adjust well to that. Um, like, I... I I know everybody, you know, gets homesick and not homesick, uh, cabin fever and such. And to, I think that I'm prone to diving faster than an average person when it's too cloudy, when I'm too inside. Um, but the, the, I was really curious. You took de antidepressants and you said you just felt off. And my impression was they just brought up the happiness level. But that doesn't sound like what you described. They don't just make you like fucking joyous and skip through the halls. No, no, it just it makes it so 
at least for me, when I was feeling depressed, I think mm-hmm. it was really more anxiety because it's very difficult a lot of the time to differentiate between feelings of anxiety and depression because anxiety stresses you out and makes you feel depressed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've ever, and, and that's not one of those things where you can never know what your experience is to someone else. Like I think I struggle a lot more with anxiety than depression. Like I obsessively make lists and do stupid shit that's not helpful for like keeping my day straight just because in my head I'm like I'm convincing myself and if that's worth it. This makes sense. Like it – I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It's it's real have – you, have you ever been on those pills, Kyle? Yeah. Or pills um, like that? How did, yeah, how did you, it make you feel? Like did you feel <laughs> oh, off or man. different, like, like slow-witted? Yeah. Um, you feel dull. Um, you, de- you definitely don't feel dull. like the version of you that could be quick-witted. Um, you feel slowed down, and you feel like even if you were quick-witted, you wouldn't even care that much about making that joke anyway. Because what's the point? Like everything, the the stakes are lower. It's like shit. I could just fucking do nothing. And I, I, I but like, you're, it, it's kind of like that old uh, that old song. It's like um, you hurt yourself to see if you still feel. I think that, that that's a little bit the the, the kind of um, loop that you can get into with antidepressants. Sometimes you just gotta feel some pain. You know, and, yeah. and 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 move on past it. But that that band aid of, uh, of of what was it? I think maybe Cymbalta is that one? It might be. Uh, oh man, I that's what I, I think. I, I think I took that for a little while. Man, that made me really ups- just feel I mean, terrible. It, it's worse. not that. Here's a good way to describe it. I I think you're kind of saying this is it doesn't make the highs higher. No, it makes the highs lower, and it makes the lowest lows higher. So instead of you know moving, yeah, it just shrinks that spectrum a little bit. So if something would send you off the rails and just be totally anxious and depressed all day, it'd be more like, well, man, that kind of sucks. It's sort and of if just some, and if there the was a surprise band. party for you, and if you weren't on it, you'd be like, oh my god, this is so great! Like I can't believe you guys took the time to do all this for me. If they did that for you and you're on antidepressants, it's like, well, this is really nice of everyone. I mean, it's going to be over in a couple hours because that's life and it's just a party, you know. But you know, it, it'll be good while it lasts, I suppose. It can't be worse than, you know, not doing it. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. My, it's, it's rough. My response to anxiety, <clears throat> it's always been this way. I, I was going to describe it as super healthy, but it, I attack the core of whatever's bugging me and solve it. And, like, I've always been that way. You know, my wife would be like, you know, like, I can see you're all wound up over this. And, like, why don't you just take a break? No. No, no, I will work 20 hours a day until the root cause of this is solved. You know, do we need money? Is this project behind? Is this, are people unhappy about something? Like, like if I'm getting anxious over that, I, I am driven to, to solve the thing that's causing me this discomfort. And yeah, anxiety is very different than depression, I think. Like, like I've mm-hmm. taken anti-anxiety pills, and, and I feel like they're perf- almost performance enhancing. Like if I if you were going to have to go up on a stage okay. and perform, I, I feel like an anti anxiety medication wouldn't take your edge away. What medication? Feel, or do you know? Um, do you remember? I don't know. Maybe Clonopin's <laughs> or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. If that's okay, that's a different what, tier what, of uh of. I cough. Can you, can you give the name again? Clonopin. Okay, I don't know it. So like uh so like a Prozac is an SSRI, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and it affects it's just like your run of the mill quote unquote antidepressant mm-hmm. that makes you feel like I described where the lows are higher and the highs are like lower. And those are that's like the one that people get, you know, to where you get off that pill and then you go back to being depressed and then you're oh I, I I'm 
getting back on the pill and then you start to feel better and you get off it again. And it's like, it's just a vicious cycle. Uh, clonopin, what Kyle's describing is a benzodiazepine. And so that's a muscle relaxer that kind of makes you feel like you just took an opiate as well. Um, they use it for some people, like if you're an alcoholic, they can use that to help prevent seizures. Or if you're someone who, I don't know, really wants to fucking sleep on that plane, you could take one of those, but yeah, I've never taken something like that. But from what I've heard, it's just, what yeah, I, it's like a Xanax. My dream yeah, pill kill. is is much more faster acting, right? Because I, I I haven't had a lasting depression like since I moved from New Jersey, like a, a real long time. But I have had moments of depression, and I'd like to be just like my wife. I didn't like, you know what? Like you're just prickly today. Like you're not happy. You know, be like, you know what? You're right. Just like when I have a headache, I, I pop an Advil. When I have a sadness, I want to pop an anti-sadness. You know, give me an. I just need like a. 36 hour upper can we do that i think I for you, because you upper, live, but you know. <laughs> I, I, I think because you're so straight edge with like even coffee being like a special treat for you yeah. that that like b12 would do the trick like that's all you need oh, like, five like hour energy here's what i would like, like if you want to get crazy with it then like get some b12 and inject yourself because it's a real simple injection you just put it in your butt and do it like like you would it's not the sort of thing that you need a nurse there for. It's one of those intermuscular. I don't start uh, off with injectables, Kyle. I need no? to escalate into them. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. I honestly wouldn't. I swear, it's like you're like, take some B12, put it in a Dang. spoon with a with a lighter. Yeah, you gotta boil it first. <laughs> you gotta boil it. Boil it's it. pure. You want it hot. <laughs> and you'll save money on needles because you can reuse it. <laughs> uh, but B12 is like a little happy. It, it's. Uh, happiness you think like i could take yeah, a yeah like, like, like a supplement is definitely great but i've had uh b12 injections before and and it was just like whoa all right yeah man i feel like energized and perked wonder, up and like ready to go right this second could like, it have been psychosomatic huh. at all like if they had given you a, a sugar injection would you have been like hot damn you could, i could oh, taste it i could taste it and she shot it in my butt you know, with oh, a, a hypodermic needle. Okay? <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, it was just a, just a, it a, tastes a little bit of feces. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I've always found B12 to be like really energizing huh. and stuff. Like I've had a few different uh, B12 injections, but just even the supplements, like the the pills and vitamins and stuff that you can get that are. I'm feeling sick. I just mainline emergency. That's good stuff too. That 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 you know that, that ton of vitamin C. Uh, orange little packet thing. It's like a thousand milligrams, I think, of vitamin C. But you, is, main if you really want what is mainlining? Like Isn't that like the spoon thing? Yeah. Oh, that's all it is. Like you just you mix it up there and it fizzles a little bit and it doesn't taste good. No. But you're like, this is vitamins. But what is mainlining? I don't think I know. Is that oh, an that injection? Was, it's like, oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah. Putting it in your arm like heroin addicts do. Uh, yeah. Or I guess uh, cocaine. <clears throat> you can inject cocaine too, which sounds yeah. Hor I don't mean. I can't imagine. That step, that step where you go from not using needles for drugs to using needles for drugs. Like, yeah. that's a, a gap it that has I, I can't imagine. It has to be, like, a, a price thing. Like, I, I imagine it that. definitely being, like, because it's there's such a big gap there, like you say. But, but just imagine, like, you know, your life is spiraling from snorting the coke. And you're definitely needle adjacent if you're already snorting the coke. Like, you know people who know people who hang out in some den somewhere and fucking shoot up and lay there all day or something. So, like, you're, you're really just one, like, bad paycheck or, like, you know, if you're a salesman or something or, like, one 
apartment fire or one like minor home disaster your car goes out or something from fucking picking up a needle if, if you're gonna if it's that or getting the sweats and shakes and like the the symptoms that they get uh and they need to continue a job they might switch to the needle so that they can you know keep being a mechanic you know yeah or so that their hands aren't shaking when they're changing that carburetor the dose shrinks right like 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 oh a ten dollars suddenly does what a sure. hundred dollars used to like I, that's I'll be my honest. Thinking from yeah. what I've gathered from <laughs> film and television, and like it, it, heroin seems so powerful that it doesn't matter that you're building up a tolerance. It's like, oh, do I need eight dollars worth now to get completely ruined? Like, it's just so cheap and powerful that, like, I don't think you're ever getting to the point where you're like, yeah, give me that $50 shot, give me that $50 shot. That never happens. Mm -hmm. I think you what get to, like, happens with it is, uh, like people who do heroin like they'll get used to a tolerance and they'll be like i need the you know ten dollar sunday special or whatever and then they decide they want to get clean and so they go six nothing. weeks while using nothing and then they go back to the same guy when they relapse and they go i want the ten dollar sunday special and that causes them to overdose and die because their tolerance went back down and they didn't consider that when they were repurchasing so i think that's the, the most common way that people die from it sure yeah, that uh, it, you hear about people getting hot shots, I guess, which is like when someone yeah. intentionally like gives you something bad, like either too much or the wrong thing. Fentanyl. Um, I can't imagine Am I saying it right. Fentanyl. Fentanyl That's is one, one of, of those things that I think is getting like either confused with it or like um, or mismeasured because the lethal dose is like micrograms or something like that. It, it's about as much we described on that one show as what you could scoop up with a pinky nail as a man. Like, that's a lethal dose of fentanyl. What, what's the motivation for that? Like, do they get to, <clears throat> like, if I slip in a little fentanyl, do I get to save, like, $6 worth of heroin? Like, I remember that, it, it, just it, real quick, in school, this is, you know, of course, Stone Ages, they're like, oh, if you buy marijuana, there's a real good chance that marijuana will be laced with, like, I don't know, gold, platinum, and heroin or something like that. Uh, they lace the marijuana with stuff you didn't expect to buy. And I always thought, why would they do that? Like, yeah. It, like, yeah. Are they like, like, like as a kid though, that makes sense. Because, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah but this is, the, this is the same. Like your parents were telling you that they put razor blades in candy just for yeah. the fuck of it to be like, hey, when we give out crackle bars this year, let's cut up all the children's gums just for the fuck of it. Is everybody here cool with that? Oh yeah, that's fine. Just throw them in, like. And so, and as a kid, you're like, yeah, so of course drug dealers, they're rubbing their hands together going, ah, I'm going to get this little fuck. This isn't about making money for me at all. It's about hurting people. And so, like, looking back on it now, it's like, there's no fucking way you're going to go to a guy, get uh, marijuana from him, and he's going to go, actually, I included some other free drugs in the bag. We drug dealers giving out free drugs. You know, like, <laughs> no, of course not. It's not the game. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's a thing either. I think that that gets popularized by like, a, you know, when someone accidentally does get the wrong thing just because, and, and there's no, there's no telling but why they might've gotten the wrong thing. If the fentanyl thing is a thing, at least it's sometimes yeah, some, I don't, a little bit of a thing. So I'm not sure what's going on with fentanyl. I think that it might be people be, who are like heroin addicts being like being offered fentanyl and the guy being like, this is big F. And then being like, uh, I don't care. Give me, give me half a gram or whatever. You know, the 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 amount of like shootable dope is that they think, or whatever. They they're either just buying too much, or they're or they're like, you know, I, I'm just imagining a bunch of people who are shooting heroin sitting at a table right now, and uh, and, and you know, like like there's a bunch of powders out there. Like I could see how a mix up might occur, right? Like I don't imagine them being like in lab coats, like, <laughs> oh, hey, John. 
all right, yeah, you're all good here. Only yeah, Walter White was that concerned with purity. And yeah, yeah, even that heroin or Ajax? Yeah. I had burned the fact that fentanyl was spelled with a PH into my head to such degree that it was just undeniable fact. How do you spell it? Is it, it starts with an S sound, and that's I think all it starts I with an F. Because it's just a synthetic opioid. I don't know opioid. where I got it. And <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Ah, you, you have to feel for the people who are inventing F. these synthetic F. opioids because you know that his job was like, hey, People are in a lot of pain, and morphine's pretty old age. Can you make something better? Yeah, I'm gonna go bust my ass and invent something ten times more potent than than morphine. You know, that's like that's a titan among drugs. You got it's tough yeah. to take down morphine, and he did it. And of mm -hmm. course, the first thing that people do is start dying on it. Yeah, you know, Dirt, like, jerks. He, all he like, wanted yeah, to do was make surgery that, easier. That, that helps people with bone cancer not just scream all day, but man, if you put it under your eyelid a little at a time. <laughs> Yeah, you'll go up. blind. Yeah. <laughs> those guys shooting. Those guys are the Vicks vapor rub. Um, that uh, we were in the hangout and, and and some guy was t saying that there was a thing where people would do ecstasy and then spray themselves in the eyes with those Vicks vapor rub like inhalers that are meant to be like instant decongestant because they felt it. It, it made your eyes feel like a, an ocean breeze or something like that. I, I can't even fathom what he was talking about, but that's a thing, apparently. That just means uh, the designated driver was bored as shit that night, and so <laughs> just handed out fake drugs to see what he could get him to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, Vicks Vapor Rub right under the tongue, man. A dollop every 15 minutes. You know, no, like, they're spraying it. They've no, got these, like, under like, the tongue like, is not even weird. <laughs> a Vicks Vapor Rub? Yeah, oh, it would be. I misunderstood. Oh, I'm a little yeah. confused. I'm really lost. <laughs> we, uh, me and Chiz went to Star Wars last night, and I got to say, mm. I, I really didn't care for it. I, I, I didn't like it at all. Um, I thought it was just okay at best. Do you know... Um, I want to clarify for people watching. Are we doing a spoiler-free review or a spoilered review? Um, I guess we could do a spoiler-free review. If we do it... a spoilered review, it should definitely be on PKN, not PKA. Yeah, right, I, right. I don't know if Taylor has so even I think seen the I, I don't give a shit. I haven't even yeah, seen the last watch. one. Spoil yeah, the whole thing. I've never seen <laughs> one. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> I like anything. that Taylor. But, <laughs> but... <laughs> it's like, fucking Star Wars? Fuck Star Wars. It's too close to superhero, and superhero is also shit. <laughs> Show me three minutes of that Star Wars movie, and I'll spoil the ending. There was a lot of stuff that I thought was lame. It's a prequel, so you already know. Like, okay, Taylor. <laughs> this is they, they go in and they're trying to get the plans on how to attack the Death Star. Do you think they uh, make it? You think it works out? It does pan out in the end. <laughs> they uh, do manage more or less. To, yeah. <laughs> so what? Or have you seen it? What you have yes, seen the new one? I, and I yeah. loved it. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Is oh, I want to right, so, so, debate then. Yeah. So I, I just thought the space battles were kind of lame. There was there was that one like. I've got an idea. Get me a hammerhead Corvette. You know, like, 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 you know, we had that cool space battle idea that, that, that really turned the tide of everything. That was cool. But man, it seemed like there was a lot of just sitting around, not really developing characters and also not really doing anything cool. We didn't see a lightsaber in, until like the last five minutes of the movie. And I know that it's not a movie about Jedis. I know what this is about, but I, I'd like to have seen a, a lightsaber before then. Um, that stupid necklace never did anything. For some reason, this bothered me. And I felt like all those characters, like the supporting characters, like the blind guy and the guy with the machine gun and the pilot, and, and, and they, they were just all just, 
I don't know, tropes. They didn't feel like original characters, really. Like, I've how many blind Japanese Kinshi knockoffs have, are, have we seen before? Like, he's just like, he's just walking around chanting that the force is with him, and he is with the force, and lasers are missing him and shit. That works. It, like, like, I was jaywalking was, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he was the most accomplished blind person in the universe because, like, like the whole time he's literally dodging blasters and beating up do- a dozen stormtroopers with a cane. And like he shot down a fighter at one point with a Who gun. Is this? A uh, so blind there's, character. There's in a the blind Star Wars character. We, I think he's a Jedi. I think that's safe to say. No. Well, he's uh-huh. a big fan of the Jedi anyway, because he talks about yeah. the Force quite a bit. Jedi enthusiast. And uh, he's walking through scenes that might be like the most intense thing you'll find in Band of Brothers, right? Bat- the blaster things going left and right everywhere. People huddled down, and he just walks to the middle, like the Force is with me. I'm with. I'm. I get- okay, so this is a spoiler yeah. review, apparently. When he gets there, he can't. <laughs> but when he gets there, he can't. He's like, "Where's that switch at?" He's like, f- 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 "He fumbles for the for the switch that he's like walked through Hellfire to get to." He's like, "Where?" Where was it again? Even though he's been just fucking like dodging shit and walking was he through stuff. The whole, is it, just not in that like, scene, but the whole oh. but the whole movie before. Like we've established yeah. that this is a guy who can dodge bullets because he can hear you squeezing the trigger. Right. Like, is it like one of those like old Marx Brothers clips from the 1920s where he's like walking around dodging paint cans falling unknowingly? <laughs> like like there's like wooden panels that swinging been, outside of that New York. Good. Uh, this guy's, that's not, that would have been good. This guy, as I think about it, his powers are very similar to Daredevil. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. Japanese Daredevil was was kind of lame. I, I wasn't into that. I enjoyed. So this this movie that was CGI. Gritty. Well, I didn't see any blood. I, I saw so so mm. little blood. There was there. I like I when you, the way you described it, I was mm-hmm. expecting like arms being blown off and gore and like stormtroopers crawling with like their torsos not there. there were like literally, some arms got blown off. But but I, I will admit I that, blood that, in that, like that if an arm comes off in Band of Brothers or or like a below the knee amputation, oh look out! You know because like. You're gonna see that leg afterwards. It's gonna be a bloody mess. Yeah. There's gonna be. I don't even know I what sinew is, no but sinew coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and and like it's a real nightmare. If you see an, an arm or a leg blown off in uh, Star Wars, well, shucks, whatever did it must have cauterized it because you know yeah. practically the clothes are sewn underneath now, and we're all set. And uh, you know, so there's that. But but the you, okay, guys, if you don't want this spoiled for you. Jump ahead a minute or two because we're we're about to spoil. Um, you've jumped ahead now, right? If you're listening to this, it's on you. They all die. All and of I them knew die. They were all gonna all die. of them die. I didn't I knew know they that. All died. Oh I, well, because it's in 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 a new hope. Like they they, they were saying, <laughs> a lot of people die to get this information. <laughs> <laughs> like a, he's like a fish alien saying it. <laughs> I I knew that people would die, and the death quota by the time the last people die was more than satisfied. Oh. You have lost a lot of main characters. It made Game of Thrones look light, and uh, of course it's a one episode <laughs> thing. But yeah. Characters as significant as anyone in Game of Thrones that died have already passed. Every main character died. So every one. Black, but by uh, the end of it, guy, the rest did. I'm sorry, Black Stormtrooper uh, guy? Black Stormtrooper guy, who's no longer a clone of the Cuban from right. 2001. Yep. He He's died. not in this movie. He's not in this one. See, oh. this goes back. So the, the, mm-hmm. that black guy is in episode seven. It's on the uh, complete opposite end of the timeline. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the movie we just watched is the very, very, like... Uh, beginning this this th- well not no it's uh, god damn it it's I hate actually between three and four it makes it so four. confusing to to explain it's right in the middle of really. three and four yeah it's uh yeah so episode 
four is the one with the first Death Star. Right. And where yeah, you know, he, Luke shoots it in the exhaust port and, you know, way to go, kid. You know, the one in a million shot. These people are getting the plans for where to shoot it. So it's right okay. before the oldest Star Trek, which is the fourth one. So there were none of the same characters in this one as the one that came out last year. Every uh, that, character was new. It would have been improvement if it weren't because they brought back Princess Leia and they brought back the like evil general that that um, uh, Lord Vader like does the the air choke on at one point Someone in the told original me series. I was wrong about that because I also I'm, described him as that guy. You, you well, he was be, in the room at the very he least. He was like, in. The, like, that's what they told I, me that he was in the room, but he wasn't the actual choke victim. Yeah, because okay, the same well, that not, actor has to be. He's probably dead. has to have been dead for thirty years. This yeah, point, right? so they brought him back with CGI, and I, 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 Chiz and I both agreed it looked like Mass Effect uh, CGI when they brought this guy back. I have seen better human CGI, and like go to Tron Legacy with uh, Jeff Bridges. Okay. Jeff Bridges, young Jeff Bridges, like they de-age him, right? Or go to uh, this last uh, Avenge, um, Marvel movie where they de-age Robert Downey Jr. and you've got like fucking nineteen early eighties like. But Downey Cocaine. Jr. there? Got yeah, yeah, he looked legit. I'm telling you, this guy sticks out like a sore th thumb, like a video game character am amongst humans. <laughs> and like, he's skin tone, the shadows on his face, like, like forget the movements and like how his face is laid out and geometry. The, he looked rubber. He didn't look, he, he didn't look like a person. Yeah, I, I wasn't as critical as Kyle was. And, and I also think that maybe some of the tasks that Kyle's comparing to, like, to take Robert Downey Jr. and back off some wrinkles maybe is not quite the same as to dude. take a dude that's just not alive anymore. That's, that's and, dead? Yeah. I, yeah, maybe so. You know, like, it might <laughs> be just a, create him from whole cloth. Exactly. That's what they did. And Leia, too. Like, they had to create her They had the old footage. Cloth. They couldn't get uh, one old extra to just step in and be a real person. Like, that's <laughs> the worst thing in movies. It's so difficult to fucking get over a badly done CGI face. It takes yeah. you. It, I, I can't even pay attention to the human actors' faces in those scenes because it's so upsetting to watch how they cannot get the upper lip right that, for fake humans. That's exactly the area that I focused on on this CGI guy. I, I, I was like, Kyle said he was you no know, terrible Mass Effect level, etc. I haven't played Mass Effect, so I can't comment on that. But it was his. I was like, you know, why is it that this guy looks so? off Halo. to me you know and, it, and we all know the thing about people and the faces yeah. and how hyper focused we are um and so i'm like asking myself and it was the upper lip like something about his upper lip just like he had too much botox or something like it he reminded me so much right. of the clone yeah. wars like 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 he looked like a little bit like the he was a little his hair was reminiscent of clone wars animation it just looked painted hmm. it didn't look like People matter. It didn't look like a, a living thing, and, and, and I and Leia was on screen for all of eight seconds, ten seconds tops, and you see her face for all of like three seconds, and it's from the side. So that was fine. Like when I saw Leia, I was almost like, oh yeah, okay, good. But that other guy, he's a big he's one part of the, main of the characters. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and it, it that's a letdown. Um, and honestly, their their plan is just all right. So I get it that the whole. Star Wars thing is is about these plucky underdogs, you know, winning. Like ISIS, yeah, terrorists. Oh, so I I I was listening to them describe what a revolution was and why they shouldn't give up. He's like, they're like, we've all done terrible things. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would all. He says it would all be for nothing. And he's it, it's the Spanish guy with the dark skin tone who's saying this. It would all be for nothing if we do not keep going. And I was like. This sounds a lot like ISIS. Like, like I can see an ISIS meeting where like like Baghdadi's up there. He's like, "How many of you kill children? Women? 
My baby's in their mother's arms. What if you quit now? This would all be for nothing. <laughs> like, you know, like we have to fight the empire. Like that's what it felt like. They were getting fired up to go do a I'd, battle. I'd seen. Um, I guess it was an ISIS person say this, and an intelligence person say this about ISIS that uh, they they look at Star Wars as a real sense of um, like encouragement, and like they definitely see themselves as the rebels up against uh, you know the Empire. Empire. What and, does uh, what did the Empire do that was like that was so so terrible in the beginning? Like I really don't know what were they just like mining the the Wookiee planet. So, or so something? it's a pretty complicated. It, it, it's a it's a real long nerdy answer um, that I could pro- that I'll probably butcher. But basically, um, it turned out that um, like the leader of the Sith, like uh, like the the anti Jedi, like the main uber bad guy, manipulated intergalactic politics in a way that would create a lot of strife. Uh, he created trade wars um, and things like that, and that allowed this this moment of of time where he where he could seize power. He comes before the Senate like, I don't want this power. I don't want it. He, 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 he manipulates people so that they will offer it to him. They'll say, won't you take power of every The reverse George Washington. Yes, he is the reverse George Washington. And he manipulates um, the entire galactic Senate into giving him these, these overriding powers. And then from there, it's, it's one step after another of basically Hitler. You know? Do they find out quickly, like, oh, that was a mistake? To give no. Him- no, because because he has this. There's so much propaganda, and there's so much. Uh, it seems like the the. It seems like everyone who knows the truth about what's gone down, especially with the Jedi, and that the leader of the Empire is. The, you know, it's not known that the Sith Lord and uh, Senator Pal- Palpatine or Chancellor Palpatine, as he becomes, are one and the same. It's this very cloak and dagger thing. That's wow. you know you'd always show see him show up on a hologram cloaked. Yeah, so the plans going through is yeah. Expected. He killed uh, uh, fucking uh, whatever his name is, guy from Snakes Sam on the Plane, Samuel yeah. Jackson, threw what him off the roof. Windu, yeah, with the. I was the, thinking about it, like I didn't, like I was trying to remember, like what was it that made me dislike the Empire when I saw the movies as kids, and I couldn't remember a single thing other than like <laughs> looking at. Like, all that I, in my head as a kid, was just, like, seeing the Death Star for the first time. First of all, the name Death Star, it's a really yeah. big clue. Are we the And baddies? then also looking at it, it's like, good people don't have things like that. It was like, good people buy homes on the beach in front of them. <laughs> like, not, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know anything about Star Wars lore. Um, I Like, most people find that part to be the shittiest part of it. The, uh, like, the all the political stuff. But it's the part that I'm actually like, oh, okay. This is well thought out, almost. They, there's a real con- like conspiracy here that, that that's fun to think about. But oh, that was one of the reasons I liked the new movie. Uh, there were no not much uh, of that. Senate debates. There, there was no House of Representatives. There were no veto overrides. Because if you watch, like, especially, I think it's the first one, right? So this is not the oldest one, but the first one. Yeah. Um, Oh my God! Oh, just like Senate politics and voting. Senator Flop, can you please read the minutes? And yeah. then he just spends fifteen minutes. Like, you know, last time we established, space bucks are to remain whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Then you're like I thought you were goofing at first. I'm like, actually, no. no I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. When they ask a guy to recap a made-up meeting, like. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, and there's I, like so much time watching them elevate and they're wildly impractical chairs <laughs> where it's like, all right, now just wait 20 minutes while we wait for the green folk from the top left corner in the nosebleeds to float down here and say three words about, I don't know. And then another guy will go, oh, they agree. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's such a, those movies were terrible. I, I don't care for them at all. I, I'll tell you another thing I didn't like. I had a hard, I had a hard time finding anyone to root for that I thought was like my guy. Um, everybody, um, I don't know. I guess the the girl is sort of the main character, um, and I don't know. I just I never really bought into her storyline. She didn't seem like she really wanted to avenge her father, and I didn't really understand why she hated the Empire so much. It seemed like a much more personal fight to her, and then all of a sudden she was rah rah rah. Let's get all the ships and go and fight to the death. When realistically, it seemed like her character would be more likely to be like, more likely to be like, well, here's the plans and how you guys can sort all this out. I'll take that immunity that you offered at the beginning of the film. Thank you. <laughs> um, and do you have a ship that you could? Yes, the one I brought. I'll be taking that with me. That that big <laughs> enormous one that must be worth a fortune. You know, like, like, let's just cash that in right now. Like, and she'd be gone. Not just Star <laughs> Wars, but in general, this idea of like when we do space travel, like as Americans. We're very careful about it, right? All the eyes are dotted, the T's are crossed, etc. When Firefly goes into space, or when Star Wars people go into space, they seem real casual about this thing. Yeah, you know? there's sometimes where he's like, I haven't done the calculations, the and the guy's like, let me do them for you. Boom! <laughs> and they just go to light speed in the atmosphere and just leave a planet at the speed of light. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it was in the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, those it was. Like, people <laughs> on the ground. It should have killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, it should, there should be some sort of back a- push. They should have heated oh, up, the right? The atmosphere should yeah, the ignited atmosphere. and caused a global confla- conflagration that would have just... God knows... Oh, I, I was talking yeah, about the, the heat transfer to the spaceship. Why would the, why would the you think the whole atmosphere would get heated up by this? Thing I th- I think that it would ignite the atmosphere maybe. Like I don't know what happens. I don't think anyone does when an object like goes into warp speed at, next to your house. I know that when the fucking blue angels fly too low, it fucks all kind of shit up though. Like so this would important. be a major catastrophe. <laughs> like a softball or something out of the international space station, and it actually fell. Like just the friction of that falling against the friction of the air up there would cause it to just you know like a shooting star just become right. fire. Right, right. If you go from zero to the fastest conceivable speed immediately from the parking lot up, just directly up. Like, I feel like it's a global sonic boom, the likes of which people don't even understand that there is trouble, is how fast it goes down. People are, like, in the middle of mid-pancake flip that morning in space and just, just all of reality vaporized. So, yeah, but, but meanwhile, they spent all that time and effort making the death. They back because they went at the speed of light. Everything looks okay. We, we've they never... should have just built a big thing to launch spaceships at planets at the speed of light and just we don't <laughs> just keep doing that with mass and break the speed of light with it, right? So we know there's a sonic boom when you break the speed of sound. There could be a light boom when something heavy goes the speed of light. Just, the yeah, light waves are just stacking on top of each other. The light's know. a particle and a wave simultaneously. So this is probably a little above our our pay it's grade. Definitely above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we have a good. Un- we know enough to know that that's a that's it would be very damaging. To it would be bad. It would be bad. You wouldn't just do it. I don't think. <laughs> and so another thing that, that that bothered me was the robot. There's a robot character, and and hmm. and like so this is supposed to be like you know early in the saga, right? We're still at the point where we're using clones for the uh, you know the troops and everything, and they just got the Death Star built. But all of a sudden, they have the best 
artificial intelligence robot I've ever seen in the Star Wars universe who is a goddamn tank who could like take out a hundred men hand to hand if there were no uh, weapons well, involved. There's no, no, they've got a new robot who's like a humanoid, like bipedal hulk of a thing who fucking can conk you on the head, knock you out, shoot a blaster like he's Clint Eastwood or something. Better. And like, like, a, like yeah. he's, a, he's a robotic targeting system. So, yeah. He's, 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 you know what? He's an aimbot. Yeah, sure. He's outrageously unfair and he calculates, he's, re, he's like a reprogrammed uh, enemy droid and he, he's always like calculating the probability. So, like, he's, he's like, there are like 85 troopers between us and where we need to go. We'll die before we get thirty percent of the way for sure. And they're like, "All right, well, let's take a take a breath here, then. Let's get that number a little higher." I was thinking about with, like, the Empire could have saved so much time and effort in taking down the Jedi's if instead of those bullshit rifles, they just gave everybody a laser shotgun. Mm. Just and it shoots instead of one thing, it just shoots four. Nothing out of control, nothing crazy, still cost-effective. I don't Doesn't know how to be 16, but right. it shoots four, and then even the worst uh, stormtrooper out there, if he gets one shot on Mace Windu, sorry, Mace, you're not getting four of them because they're all coming at the same time right at you. Like, you're not going to block them all. You could have put me in charge of the Empire, and it's a strong galaxy. I mean, real guns <laughs> might have worked, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, a bunch of guys with real guns would probably work, too, with real shotguns. I mean, you go back to Star Trek when the Borg attack and their phasers stop not not work start not working, and it's just like, man, if these guys had a gun right now, they would <laughs> just a regular they, gun, just a gun. Like like if they had me with them, like toss them an AK, and I like, like here's an AR-15, Captain Picard. You got 30 rounds there. Don't waste them. He's like, very good, number one. Like Prince Spinner's <laughs> over That's there, good. like bullshit. I'm number one. <laughs> like, Mr. Worf's getting all hassled. Like 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 it would be the way to go. Like you, the, those laser weapons are just silly. That's true. It tells you exactly where you're shooting. And it goes yeah. very slow for light. Huh. Yeah, but these, I thought that robot was lame because be he, he just seemed like... It seemed like if those exist, then why don't you just take like a hundred of them everywhere you go? Like how much could a hundred of them cost? Oh, and then there was an... And, and speaking of like how powerful the Empire is, there's this one scene where they where like the rebels show up late to the battle, like to do their space battle thing. And uh, and it seems like nothing is happening for like 20 seconds of space fight. And then like the Empire's like, deploy the TIE fighters. And they open up this door, dude. And TIE fighters pour out. It's like you opened a honeycomb. Yeah. And like <laughs> TIE fighters like fly you know out like tell an Kyle's Amazon more factor. evil than the Empire? Because he put all the stormtroopers out of jobs, right? <laughs> so, you know, the worst part of all of this is the unemployment, the the ravages on the. These people have families, Kyle. Uh, well, See, that's why even if they proved to me that they were like their own people and I was the leader, I would have my own like inner propaganda of no, it's all just clones of that one Cuban dude from like 13 years ago. It's fine. <laughs> They're gonna be fine. They're not real. And then like my name's Ted and I have a family. Plate, no, shut up. You know. <laughs> I just took the job for the summer. I didn't think I'd still be here. <laughs> they were, so it's the Dunder Mifflin of like yes. uh, of intergalactic control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put myself through night school. <laughs> this was a temp gig, and like yeah. I just never left. <laughs> well, I mean, there's been plenty of like comedy bits about the poor guys who were just working construction or the janitor crew. There was a whole show about that was based around um, like two guys who were janitors on the Death Star. I can't. Maybe Simon Pegg had something to do with that hmm. but but it's just like think yes. about that the guys who are the janitors on the death star and, and you know it's it's like a 16th 
it's like 16 miles through or something. Like, it's the thing is gargantuan. Like, it's incomprehensible. It's so fucking big. He's one of the 10,000 janitors or something like that that's on this thing. Like, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have any anything at stake in this whole intergalactic game. He's going to be cleaning up intergalactic toilets no matter who's in charge. Whether it's Darth Vader's poop or Princess Leia's <laughs> poop, he doesn't yeah. care. And all of a sudden, Luke Skywalker rolls in there like, like, oh, let's take out a few wombats and fucking blows up his his moon base and yeah. kills him, his whole family, presumably. Like, that seems like the Millions kind of gift you bring your family people. along for. Million, it, I don't, they, they calculated it. Like, there's a number somewhere of how many people Luke Skywalker and the rebels killed that day. But, like, you know, it would be considered a terrible, terrible, like, a terrorist attack, right? It'd be like if they sunk an American aircraft carrier with all hands Man, aboard. The rebels like, are doing a refit. During it becomes a refit. really clear that nobody in the universe is going to take their side after this. Like, nobody <laughs> in the news is going to be like, the Death Star was blown up, and they're going to be like, well, that's like a, you know, tisk-tisk to their marketing team for that name. But <laughs> good God, you know, three, three million women and children, you know, wives and families of the, the workers on board, many of whom, did you know, Space Ted, that they didn't even want to be there? They were brought in illegally? Did mm. that cross your mind, Luke? When you were destroying <laughs> their entire life, livelihood. Well, I knew it. They blown up like three planets. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This I met a green guy, a little guy. He's not around anymore, but he's on a planet. He told me it was a great idea. I trusted him. You know, my <laughs> sister real. was the queen of a world, and they blew it up. Like real hot chick, though. You know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Star Wars is a. Uh, uh, there's gonna be someone out there because I I just am thinking about this now. But if I listen to people with this level of Star Wars information talk about Star Wars, but it was juxtaposed to be Lord of the Rings, I would be, like, pausing this every once in a while to, like, have my own argument where I'd be, like, actually pretending like the dwarves would be woefully outmatched in a battle with the elves is just propaganda from the elves themselves. There's someone out there. That's propaganda. I won't hear it. There's someone out there right now just so furious. Like There might be, but I honestly think we, I feel like we've given Star Wars a fair shake here, you know? Like, 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 I enjoyed the were, movie. I thought the new one was The movie great. was I'm beautifully made. Like, like, I th- like, 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 I, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the things that it did better than any Star Wars movie ever. They mixed up the planets a lot, and they went back to some of the, the other materials, and they picked planets out of there, and you went to, like, all these moons and all these, like, there was a rainforest planet and, like, um, like desert planets. There was one planet that was just nothing but rocks and like hurricanes, like like hurricanes t- adjacent to hurricanes, adjacent to hurricanes. Like that was a planet. A cob planet. Um, yeah, yeah. There was a cob planet where everything was on a cob. Uh, I liked that. You know, they mixed it up and uh, there were Rick different. Rick and Morty reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything on a cob. That one won't do. Um, <laughs> cobs on a cob. Um, so I I liked that, and I guess I like I did like that it was somewhat grittier. I mean, our main character he certainly isn't. Um, they, they they kind of shied away from Han Solo being you know the guy who shot Guido first in the bar in that in that, in that first film or so, um, but this guy literally shoots an informant in the back and murders him like you know twenty minutes into the movie he murders a guy like straight up and now it was a situation where that guy was going to get taken by the uh, the enemy and then he was totally going to rat on him so it was like either we both die or it was it was, it was either him or it was, it was it's you or me situation and, and he certainly he, wasn't the superman who's you know so pure in every situation that he can't give a bad guy oh he shot throws. him in the back and yeah. killed him on the spot yeah. so you know yeah he was there I, to get shit I, done i i liked it i liked that they were grittier I, I thought it was really good i enjoyed it um i hope there's not another one i can't wait for the there next one I, I think like, like, like i'm wondering like do they c- continue that storyline because that you know that's like like what would 
There, all right, first of all, Rogue Two, I'm fairly sure, is like Luke Skywalker's call sign. Like they, that's what they called themselves when they went and like blew up the the Death Star. So there is no Rogue Two because we already saw that movie. That's that's New Hope or okay, whatever the second one is or something like that. Um, I don't know if they they're gonna do another like mid series movie that's a, that's like a continuation of Rogue One in some way. It doesn't make sense I don't because know how it, they like I said, that with dead people, it seems yeah. like it seems like they've already got that in a New Hope. So I don't I don't think they're gonna start remaking movies. But there's definitely gonna be a Star Wars Episode Eight where we see you know the the continuation of of you know Han Solo. I mean, our uh, Luke Skywalker meeting up with uh, um, Ridley's character and all that mm-hmm. stuff and see what's gonna go down there. Just stop. Young Han Solo movie. Oh, there's a Han Solo movie coming. Oh, according to Chiz. yeah, yeah. The the um, the actor who agreed to be Han Solo is a big is an A-lister. Um, let me Google it. I was looking at it. Yeah, that's like, good because it was a about time Harrison Ford take a step back. <laughs> well, he he's, died in the last one. He's getting uncomfortably old. <laughs> I didn't know that he uh, that he died in the last one. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, from old age. Uh, no, his son threw him off a bridge, uh, like an impossibly high bridge. What like an asshole! Son. Yeah, and like, and and Chewie saw it was like, no. Chewie was still alive. How oh, yeah, old is that there. motherfucker? He's getting that, a little gray. He's getting a little dude, gray. That is, it, I assume, like big dogs live like seven years. I thought that, <laughs> Chewie, I thought that he probably replaced Chewie. You know, <laughs> like, every like, other like, decade. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, just... every time he moves to a new apartment, he's a new new Chewie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, or he it. just shows up once. This is stinky. Where's Chewy? There was never was a Chewy. It's always been stinky. What is it, Woody? I don't know why I linked it. The actor's name is Alden Ehrenreich? 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 Ehrenreich, I'm going to go with. But I thought when I when I heard it, I was like, oh, no way. Like They got that guy? And now I'm like, Who's Alden Ehrenreich? I, I don't, I don't know this guy at all. Yeah. I would have much. I would rather them pick Dean from like uh, uh, Supernatural. Get that guy to play play him or somebody like that. Anybody? I don't know who Alden Elderdrick or whatever that guy's name is uh, is. I, I I I'm so sick of the Star Wars shit, man. I wish they'd make some original content. Like I'm hoping. And, and like that being said, though, I'm looking forward to this next um, Alien movie. I know. I know what it is. Um, Danny Glover is the new Lando Calrissian. Mm. That's the guy that I knew. Uh, Danny Glover and... Oh, um, Donald Glover, you mean. Dong Glover? Are you familiar with him by his nickname? <laughs> Donald Glover. Yeah, you're right. It is that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, his name is Don Glover, which if you just shift the G, it's Dong Glover. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was funny. Like, he was on a talk show. He's like, I didn't even know that until I was, like, 24 years old. My name is Dong Glover. It's pretty funny. You figured that one out early. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was going like to be my very class surprised that they went the, I was going to express, a, you know, confusion at the Danny Glover. Yeah, decision. yeah. God damn. Like, Danny Glover. You want to talk about old. Like, 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 like Danny Glover's old. Like, like. So, so him playing Calrissian didn't make any sense. Calrissian was such a minor character anyway. I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. Well, yeah, uh, I don't I remember what he did character. other than sell him down the river in the in that one movie. Well, he, in the, he flew the Millennium Falcon on the you know the battle to take out the Death Star the second time. And and he was a close friend of Han Solo. So if we're gonna do Han Solo before he had him frozen in carbonite and sold off to, to I, I'm just Boba saying it, it, like those That's two true. were like hugging each other and he was really surprised by the betrayal. So they had like a good relationship. If we're doing Han Solo previews, prequels, then it would seem like Matt might have some Lando Calrissian in there. Yeah. 
I, I, they should have made a Boba Fett movie. They should have just done that. I, I know that it's just like a nerdy thing to be a Boba Fett fan. Everybody's like, like jerks oh. off over, the, over that guy, and there's so much fan uh, content, and there's just really not as enough material to back up all their like bullshit about this guy. But it would have been the better movie. Like it, it would have been probably. I don't know. I didn't like this last one though, so we'll see what comes next. Fucking care. Last Star Trek movie sucked too. Which one? I like that one too. Oh man, that was horse shit. It was, wait, what was the most <laughs> recent one? Was it the one where they uh, it was the it, it was the one it was the one where the where the guy no it, it was the one where like that alien um that's, that's played by like Idra Idris or whatever the the black guy it, he's like he's like a mutated Starfleet captain who has taken a bunch of mining drones and retrofitted them and make made them the most powerful fleet in the universe somehow like he's got old mining yes. drones uh-huh. retrofits to take out the, the the enterprise and they whip the enterprise so quick like it's not even close they they literally like clip the enterprise's wings and yeah. and like like toy with it like mining like it's, drones it's uh, are very durable and so they just fl- they're they storm into battle like a bunch of you know like a honeycomb just opened up and they just pierce stuff yeah and, they're just crashing right into them which yeah. it, it um and, and and i don't know I, 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 there's numerous plot issues with that scotty is this deus ex scotty now scotty's always just like oh well you need to beam 20 out well beepity boop you need to make this starship that's been laying here fly <laughs> okie dokie why did the why did idris elba not know where his own starship was hidden under that cloaking device you know what i mean like that's, that's a his really ship. good cloaking device that's his <laughs> ship. the one thing about star trek is i feel like it sometimes doesn't have its own identity uh, of like how extreme it is because sometimes i watch star trek like the picard era and it is like Star Trek for office workers, you know? Like, there's no athletes on the cast. They just, at most, like, even Worf just, like, shoots people with the phaser. It looks like he's snapping snaps together. Like, there's nothing athletic about it. And then you go to, the like, the most recent Star Trek stuff, the movies, and suddenly it's these, like, extreme athletes. Like, ooh, do we have a problem that needs to be solved here? You're in luck. I have mountaineering, a bungee driving. Base jumping. Yeah, base jumping skills. I'm a motocross BMXer type dude. And, and I uh, brought my sword. Yeah, <laughs> you know? So, like, like I, Star Trek spoiler, in the final scene... He restores like an old Harley and starts doing laps that was there. around like all the bad guys so they can't shoot him. And, and like I, I, if I remember right, there's some like big jump he has to do to like save everything. And, Wait, uh, it's real bad. It no, 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 he's Harley's on an right asteroid or on something. Planet. Like yeah. Captain um, Kirk comes to save the day on a motocross stupid. motorcycle. He's like he like gets beamed in at full <laughs> speed and somehow by like evasive maneuvers. I'm going to tell you what. I can shoot a guy on a motorcycle and... 1.5 seconds. That's how long it takes. No that matter is why fat, I don't support your paramotor zombie apocalypse plan. Because <laughs> he's could... as fast as he wants to go. He uh-huh. could go. He could. He could. He could get all the speed up he wants. It's not gonna matter. I can shoot. A, I can shoot a disc the size of my hand going 60 right. miles an hour. Like like he. I, you're you're fucked, dude. On I've a motorcycle. I've seen Kyle hit skeet. And a motorcyclist would have no chance. As a matter of fact, oh, Kyle, okay. if Kyle and I were to shoot like, competitive skeet shooting against each other, am I saying skeet wrong? Did I just accuse him of masturbating? No, no, no. no okay. <laughs> you know, I've seen Kyle skeet, skeet, skeet. And, and let me tell you, no, uh, the, um, he's, his, he would probably double or quadruple my score if we went against each other. Well, I'd kill and Captain I would Kirk. take That's out all the motorcyclist. I would take it, him out. Oh, I, I see where you're going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could kill, kill the motorcycle. Imagine if, yeah. if, you know, these are, these are, this isn't even, 
this is thousands of years of difference, right? In in no, technology I, and shit between a Harley Davidson and spacecraft, right? It's like two hundred and fifty. Two hundred. It's a lot of is time. If it? someone, if we had a contingent of Marines in the Middle East and some maniac refurbished a chariot and went in <laughs> seeing if he could just bamboozle our military that way, like there's a zero, there's a zero percent chance that he lasts more than one second because at the Every very one best, soldier. You're going to the right? No, I, I still got, I can still shoot you. I can shoot you any, <laughs> going to the left? I can shoot you anytime. I, I don't have to move as fast as you. I'm just aiming. It's angles. You don't even, <laughs> have, to, you don't even have to go to current. Like, if that happened yeah. in the 1940s or the 1920s, they'd still get them. You know? Yes. I, I don't think a chariot would do that well in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> chariots weren't great when they used chariots. That's why they upgraded as soon as possible. <laughs> Some guy with God, a bow and arrow is like the tech faster, years. But it's just so goddamn dangerous to strap two horses to this wagon and hope for the best. we got to invent gas, you know? <laughs> That part made no sense, um, and, and I don't know. Like little things, every step of the way, it was like, all right, you're just gonna fudge the facts, like make up the numbers, push like the the realm of possibility and probability uh, to the side. Like those aren't even gonna be considered. I mean, the movie starts out with some completely uh, unconnected diplomatic mission that Kirk is on. That's against these really cute tiny aliens, and it's a really fun moment, I guess. And in that moment, he acquires this. Uh, what do they call it? A a, a, a curmuffin or something? And uh, he he acquires the device, right? The cube, the hyper sphere, or whatever the bullshit uh, thing is that everybody wants. And 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 so immediately he runs into the alien guy who needs it real bad. It who he's like, oh yeah, that's the other half to this, in like a chunk. Like it's that was just kind of. I mean, if it had been in if 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 he had acquired that piece in the very first reboot movie. And like they waited till now to be like, oh yeah, remember that thing that we got way back when? It applies now, but and it was also low stakes, right? Like, what were the stakes of this movie? A failure. I mean, I guess the ship dies. That's well, about it. Die, like, right? don't the Federation eventually take out the like mutated alien and his rogue group of miners? Like the, I mean, it, it, do we have well, to get the Klingons involved no, to beat it, them? Like, it like, really took Kirk to figure out just the right rock song. <laughs> yeah, that's how they beat them, by the way. They played fucking the Beastie Boys uh, over the radio, and that's how they destroyed the drones. And I shit what you not. You do is just <laughs> 500 years in the future from the point of the mining machine, you get an Uber, you know, but, advanced Zamboni or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Taylor, did and then you, you process that? Magic win. The, Captain Kirk figures out. That if he plays the Beasties bo Beastie Boys on the radio, all the mining ships explode. Like that. Yeah, that's how that's, we win at the end. That's, like that's and there's this luck. scene where it's like <laughs> there's this scene where the Enterprise is just flying like n don't give a shit mode. It's not the Enterprise; they've recovered another ship, but they're flying their shit like don't give a shit mode into the drones while shooting all their lasers, but playing can't stand it as loud as the fucking Enterprise. Is that it or sabotage? Right? Am I crazy? I uh, well, that's maybe I'm thinking it's the same song. I, I don't it? know what the title of the song. They're screaming, "Can't stand it!" Like, or they're screaming, "Sabotage!" They, 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 there's like uh, the only two words of the songs. I song I think. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I I probably have the song wrong, but yeah, it's anyway. I you know what? It's silly. It's silly. I get that. Um, I I get that. It's like some Sean White of the future. He's the carrot top snowboarder dude, and like he's solving all the problems through 
fancy footwork and bungee jumping and base diving. But I was watching that movie and I'm just like, yeah, can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just like, like, I loved it. I know. It, like, look, it's. It, I enjoyed the movie. It was a popcorn it, movie, I, and I, I was down I to like popcorn. Too, but I just I want more from it. Star Trek. I, I want them to do uh, more with that. Like, like if you want to make some like silly thing where we're like we don't care what about about the numbers and the science, and if it all adds up in the end, then you could just do another Avatar type movie, something like that, where just throw the rules to the wind and do whatever you want. Make blue aliens that, and we can move our souls inside of them, or whatever that movie's about. But I don't know. Star Trek's supposed to be about scientists flying through the space, like getting shit done. And like not being racist or sexist or uh, any of that stuff. That's <laughs> like really what it is. Everything you said is right, but I really like the movie, man. Can't yeah. stand it. They just fucking don't give a fuck. <laughs> they mode. can still play like, the Beastie yeah. Boys. They just have to do their math first. They, they, That's all. Yeah, they, they, like in, in the final scene. Uh, there's something fucked up about gravity, so the problems are solved with base jumping skills. Dude, and I'm honest, like, it would never, even, it would never. See, that's the unbelievable thing is that <laughs> a good song would never be the one that you needed. Uh, any song would have worked. Like it would. You thing. know what? You know what song would actually destroy all of those ships is he'd have to hit it, and then you'd go you're like rah 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 ah ah rah 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 ma ma, and he's like, all right, I'm sorry, we have to play this as loud as galactically possible for the next hour and a half. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, but it's the only way to survive. You don't get three minutes of Beastie Boys to rock out and then just celebrate. It's bullshit. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I found out the lyrics to that song. In um, who sings that? Lady Gaga. She goes in. Um, what's it called? Car- car- carpool karaoke. She's like, it's romance, and and that's what she's saying. Like rah 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 something rah 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 romance. She's just stylizing the word romance. I'd say over stylizing it. One might agree with that, yeah. <laughs> but just I like to it. say, Star I like Trek it. was awesome. I feel like watching it right now. I want to go YouTube the like final scene at the very least. On and Netflix? It, yeah, you enjoy. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. Uh, I don't want. No. See, but no, it's it not came on out like a- oh. the uh, the new Captain America's on Netflix. Uh, the Woo. you know Winter Soldier, uh, not Winter Soldier, but the newest one, uh, Civil War. Civil War is on there. Is that a Captain America film? That's Avengers. Am I crazy? Uh, I think it's Captain. Uh, wasn't it Captain America: Civil War? Yeah, it's Captain America: Civil War. Okay, so then there should it, be it, at this soon. point does it even matter how they brand it or what they call it? You know, not that one in particular. Yeah, not that one in particular. Yeah. Um, Although the Hulk's not there and Thor's out of the picture. Good. Thor there. was obnoxious. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they 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 left the god and the guy who's indestructible out because it's not fair. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't even know how powerful <laughs> Thor is. He seemed like he was kind of even with uh, Iron Man when they fought each other. He's a god, you know? I mean, at the end of the fight, you know, no matter, eventually Tony Stark's suit's not going to work, and Thor's just going to have plenty more lightning hammer to go, because he's a god. I, I think Thor wins that one every time, right? I, yeah, There's a YouTube I, channel that does those. He's got the worst voice, though. He's like, <laughs> if Thor actually combated the Hulk, he would find <laughs> that the Hulk's uncontainable rage would give him a disproportionate advantage over his <laughs> <laughs> Mythlorian battle tactics <laughs> and his magical abilities. It just I, wouldn't stack up. I saw like, the movie Passengers recently and uh, I go to this nice movie theater. There's like a, a, a electronic reclining seats and like hmm? table trays and stuff. We had that I, last night. It's very nice. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I just tend to go there. So I sat next to this guy and I swear to God, 
spitting image of the comic book guy from The Simpsons. And uh, <laughs> I didn't realize it, but when I put my arm down, he had this, like, leather fedora or something that had, like, taken over both armrests that he had to scooch over. Like, crumpled it. Well, it just it just shifted a little bit and, like, made me, because yeah. it's dark. And, uh, dude, I... I I guess I had just never seen a cartoon character in real life. That's really the, the beginning and end of the story. Yeah. Uh, every so often, like, he'd not like something in, in the movie, and he'd, like, rah, he'd just, like, sort of Make grumble notes. in a way, like uh, like Homer Simpson's wife, like Marge. Like, rah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my what God. movie was it? Passengers. Oh, okay. yeah, It got bad reviews, but I enjoyed that movie, too. Um, I thought it was good. I do not have high expectations. I'm going to let that one come on out. Um, huh. The reviews just not looking looking too good, and mm-hmm. I just don't know about the premise. And I've had about a little bit too much uh, J. Lau. Oh, speaking of the, uh, uh, man, that J- Joe Lozon fight was crazy. Like I couldn't believe that. Um, Is he at the guest end. this week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, we'll, so. I guess we'll sure. save talking about that till then. But like, wow, that was a crazy decision. Couldn't believe that. Although I will say, I, that fucking BJ Penn fight went exactly the way that I thought it was going to go. Like it was when when anyway. they end. <laughs> no, he got destroyed. He, he got massacred. He PJ, got kicked in his again, defense. And again, and very and again. good chin. So it, it was like it was yeah, like he was, a, he was real good at getting kicked. The yeah, best. At it. Just picture two Street Fighter characters, you know, and one of them had a. It was just hard to knock his bar down. That was his thing, and uh, he just think he kicked like I didn't want them to end it because I wanted to see Yair kick more. I was like, those were his round one kicks. You guys haven't even seen his round two stuff. He's going to do the double kicks now. But now's the flying stuff. Like He what? does that. Like, dude, he, he'll kick with one foot, and then you think, like, oh, well, he's probably using the other foot for standing purposes. <laughs> nope. Nope. He just got them both coming. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, they like might that's... come from different directions. He might fucking twist his body <laughs> in the air. Like, like, he'll come in swinging his front, his back foot to the left. And his left foot's coming up, swinging to the right. He'll he'll kick you in the leg with his with one, and kick you in the face with the other. It's Half, absurd. Halfway through the first, I was like, "Can you throw the towel?" Like, like yes. DJ yeah. is so clearly thinking that he can still fight. He's standing there, absorbing a ton of punishment. And yeah. I guess you know he's got a chance. Everyone has a chance, chance, right? Like, I think so. I mean, this looked like a bully taking on a kid. This looked yeah. like our. But that was like, like Joe the Rogan kind of was having he such had. a hard. Like, I was what if Yar stuck his chin out and said, ah, "I dare you to hit me," and then he did, <laughs> and he it. heard it. Like that. That's like, like I don't know, but I'm well, just yeah, like, you kicked himself it's twice. So <laughs> clear that Yair wins this thing 999 times out of a thousand. Yeah, like, man. Do we have to go through the the circus of watching you take brain damage? Because that's because all that's I'm watching. I'm just yep. I'm just watching a guy I get kicked that in as the brain. And, I was like, you know what? This is this is so bad. I don't understand because usually this has to be like a. I don't think that the old. I don't think the Furtado brothers would have would have made this fight. This seems like you're feeding a legend to an upcoming guy, and that's not traditionally what's done. I don't think it's usually you kind of give each them. Other and... This was not that. This no. was this was this was a very young up and coming guy against a very old over the hill guy who still has a name that can draw money, and they just fed BJ Penn to this guy in a way that I felt like they should have had BJ Penn fight like, well, I mean, shit, he already had his goodbye fight. fight when he fought Jens Pulver. Like, that one. should have been his goodbye fight. You're right. Um, Dan Hardy's talking about coming back. Do you know Dan Hardy? Uh, he used to fight at 170, which BJ sometimes did. Um, he, he In his best, he lost to GSP in a title fight. BJ was so cut. <laughs> yeah. A lot but of cardio. BJ looked good. Um, 
But um, but then Dan Harding went on like a four strike, four fight losing streak, if I recall correctly, and um, you know he just something he fell off a cliff, and now he's like maybe I can come back, maybe I can do this. He's entertaining the idea. So you've got a guy who hasn't fought in like three or four years. That'd be a perfect BJ opponent. You sure. Know? Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't seem fair to put him against like what I mean. Like like I've been watching a lot lately. So like mm-hmm. like and and Yair is the scariest thing that I have seen lately. Like in the last maybe six or six or eight events, he stood out big time. Like 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 with those kicks, and they they're like, oh, this is the new Showtime. This is this is the new yeah. Anthony Pettis. And this the, is the guy. The thing is, like you said on the matchmaking. BJ Penn was almost a perfect opponent for Yair, right? You've got a, he was a heavy bag, and this guy does amazing, flippy, crazy shit. If you take Yair against a guy who's like excellent at distance management, like a Conor McGregor, then uh, probably Yair looks stupid. You know, a lot of those double leg kicks, he just falls on his hip and hits nothing. And like, I I think that, I think there's a a solution to the the Yair puzzle, but BJ was never going to be anything close to it. No. BJ's not long enough for it, and like um, his, just, his, his striking is boxing based, like purely boxing based, and, you, and Yair is like Taekwondo based and like Muay Thai. He's hitting with both sides of his foot. In, it's in hindsight, they were building up Yair's name off of BJ's. They were like, "Hey, yeah. look, here's a main event. We're gonna get this. People are gonna know about Yair because we're excited about him." And they did that at the expense of BJ. And it, yeah, it, I think so too. Kind of mean. I, I agree, and, and it seems so stupid for BJ to take that fight. Um, I and um, in related, I guess, news, I saw that uh, Dana's offering twenty-five mil apiece to Connor and uh, Mayweather. Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's silly to even discuss what happens with that fight until we know the rule set, because there's there's so many different rule sets that that, that it could be under, and Mayweather doesn't want to get hurt. I know, like Mayweather has never been hurt the way you can get hurt in MMA. Um, I can't Mayweather seems so what I enjoy most about this stage of it is the negotiation like I find that really interesting Mayweather saying I'm the a side right like like I get more than the other guy uh Dana White coming out with some kind of saying hey look your last fight did 300,000 buys Connor's last two to do it like I'm gonna make it a 1.2 and 1.5 million buys something like that now the fight before his last against Pacquiao they did like Four million it is buys? the record at 4.4 or 4.5, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, And I watched them go back and forth to talk about who's the A-side, who's the bigger fighter, what's the bigger deal about this, who needs money. You know, Mayweather hears the offer and says, oh, that guy's a comedian. And then the next step on this is going to be rules. You know, like how big is the cage? Is it a cage or is it a ring? Uh, what Do they wear boxing gloves or do they wear MMA gloves? It's the um, gloves. It, right? So I, I think it's interesting to watch all of this unfold like i don't consider myself particularly like great at high level negotiations but i do love the show like i'm a student of it but i don't i don't know um and i just watch like you know people play their cards talk about who has what what there is you know heck mayweather may be more interested in fighting at 30 million with boxing gloves than 50 million with mma gloves like how does this all play oh, out yeah. right oh, so God. um i don't know although I, it's like i enjoy it it, it's about the rule set, um, you know. And Mayweather's not going to want to play if there's takedowns or leg kicks. So you're yeah, talking about a boxing so. match, right? So then, like, does Connor immediately like? Do, do, do you, if is Connor standing there like a video game character, ready to go? And you say, boxing. And does his stance just stand up a little straighter? His legs get a little closer together. He shifts. He turns around a little bit, and and now he's a boxer. Or is he like, no, this is how Connor McGregor fights. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and like, then. 
if Conor McGregor trains for boxing for, I'll make it up, like eight months, right? Does he come back to his next MMA fight with a real ring rust, having not, like, worked on his ground game all that time? I, I don't know. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that fight's going to happen because Mayweather has been so careful protecting his legacy. And and, and so, so here's one of the know, things about Mayweather. He, he produces his own fights. He puts on his own fights. Mm-hmm. He is his own Don King. He's the guy renting the Staples Center or wherever the fuck they go. So he, he's all about cutting out middlemen. And this is just a huge middleman getting in the middle of if, if he's going to like go to another sport or have some kind of like big crazy exhibition fight. But it would be the biggest thing in sports because Connor's name is is enormous, and and Floyd's is like globally respected in boxing. You'd bring all kinds of fans that you normally don't get. You'd break I, the. I think you'd break the record. I think you do more I, than four point. Whatever. I think it was a fight companion podcast where they argued the opposite, where they said that Floyd is really a domestic draw and Connor is international. Hmm. I, I'm, I, don't, I mean, I don't really I don't have any. Yeah, I don't know either. Stats, yeah. you know, like like I don't know. Like I've never looked. I, I, how how would I gather the the intel on on Floyd's to global appeal? But anyway, it's super interesting. I like watching it. I, and, and you know, Connor wants a piece of the UFC, uh, like in exchange for his next fight and all this crazy stuff. It uh, it's it's something else. And Connor being the only star in the UFC, I like watching the back the 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 entrepreneur aspect of MMA. In addition to the actual fights themselves, the, the belts are all fucked up. Um, That's you a know, thing now too. Like, like, oh, there's two good guys from the same division fighting. Throw an interim on it, and because uh, it used to be they would say, oh, whoever wins, I'll make it up. Like, you know, Weidman Rockhold gets a shot at the next champ, right? Like they just did that with Romero. Who Romero beat? I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot of talent piling Weidman. up. Weidman. It, it, yeah, it seems like a, M- MMA is normally a conveyor belt moving toward a meat grinder. Uh-huh. And for a while now, it seems like the, the meat hasn't been going into the grinder. It's been just stacking up, and you've just been like setting guys aside and been like, oh, yeah, this is a keeper. Oh, and he's a keeper, too. He won't fight anybody. Like, I don't know. There's so many talented guys that are like between 145 and 170. They're, there's so goddamn much talent in there. And just uh-huh. guys who can hit those weights wherever they're walking around at. That, you know, we heard him talking about Tyrone Woodley today. Like, what's he walking around at? 200 and shredded? Uh, right. You know, it's, it's, it's just terrifying. Yeah. It, it, that's a, Lots yeah, of talent. And, and you're right about that, too. Like, I feel like champs aren't taking – it used to be the champ had to take on the number one guy all the time. That was it. That's, how the, that, that's what happens. When you're a champ, you're always fighting the toughest guy, right? That, Matt Hughes, every time he fought anybody – he was that guy was considered the hardest one around gsp right with the exception of the diaz fight every time gsp defended his belt within the matt Sarah fight, i guess where he lost but every time he defended it was the the second best guy at 170 all the time now you know you get bisping fighting hardy you get uh you know belts being held up with the mcgregor stuff and diaz you get um I don't know. Woodley. Woodley is like, of course, I think he's going to fight Wonderboy next, but he tries so hard to fight anyone but the toughest guy out there, right? Woodley's, he's calling out Nick Diaz. He's calling out um, Bisping. Conor McGregor. Like, like, yeah, like he'll, McGregor, he'll, yeah. Bisping. Like, any, like it's, I, he wants to keep he, that belt so bad. Yeah. yeah, he'll punch down. He'll even punch up in the, in the case of Bisping, but he knows if he loses at 180, then he keeps his belt. Oh, I'd be scared of him if I'm Bisping. Like, 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 I, I don't know. Bisping is holding on to a, a belt that probably shouldn't be his. Like, like, 
I, if you if we have a tournament tomorrow, and like you know <laughs> we, we put fight. on fucking yeah yeah if, 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 if no if the UFC if everybody shows up and fights what you know everybody pick a weight having a tournament to, tomorrow fucking we're gonna pad up and we're gonna have a point based like system we're gonna figure out who's the best and then we're gonna stack you guys and then we're gonna start fighting that way that's what they should do like have like <laughs> you can't have those guys going in there getting murdered but fucking put headgear on them and. And I don't, I don't care what you got to do, but you, I'd like to know where the skill levels are, and they got to do something about those weight classes. Are you going to have two weight champs all, all the way around? You're going to have yeah. um, Mighty Mouse stepping up and taking a belt. Maybe you're going to have Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez is going to whoop whoever takes that 145 belt, and whether it's Holly Holm or that ugly man that she's fighting next next month. <laughs> I hope Holly wins. <laughs> yeah, I hope she yeah, does too. I, and I, I don't want Nunez to get a shot at the 145 title because don't we already Why not? know? I guess because like give it, it to her like like, like that it kills be, the one forty five class. No, it becomes her. Well, it kind of does, but if that's it, it, then so be it, right? Like like if there's a woman who fights at one forty five who can step up to Amanda Nunez, then she should get the belt. If there isn't, then Amanda should wear it. If she's got a vagina, weighs one hundred four, can can come in there at one forty five or less, and and destroy anybody they put in front of her, then she's the one forty five champ, whether it makes money or not. You're kind of winning me over. Yeah, I, I hear. I'm okay with two from. belt, three belt, four belt champs. Like if if you've got a guy who's like, yeah, like like the only we, trouble I, with the four belt champ, like I know you sort of exaggerated to get there. Yeah, is it like the belts get stagnant and dormant? You know, like no, yeah, you got to make them fight. You got you got to put them on different timers for each belt. You know what I mean, like look, Connor, I know that you're a little beat up from that <laughs> last Jose Aldo fight you had to do. <laughs> like like, but now we need you to step up because Wonder Boy wants some. Like, 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 like you're just moving him up and down the ladder. He's like, he's coming out. All right. <laughs> Here we go again. I, he got his belts in the corner. Four like fights all three a year, as you know, is considered a ton. And yeah. that's half as many def- I want two defenses a year. If you can't defend it then you should then you probably shouldn't take it. But they they should start they should start offering them the fight and maybe put in like a, you know, you turn down three of our fights, then you're going to have to vacate that belt or something. I don't like how they kind of just took it away from him. But then when you asked Danny, he's like, oh, no, no. Connor's the, the 145 champ because he hasn't been beaten at 145. But yeah, there's the, that other guy who has a belt too. Uh, ignore that. Ignore the man behind the curtain with the belt. <laughs> like, like he is not. And the I, man I, behind the curtain's like, no, no, look. Like, look, it says UFC and everything. Look at the back. Like, it's metal. This isn't the, the gift store he's one. He's swiping his champs card at the UFC like like headquarters. It's not working. Like, this is, they promised. Yeah, I, I, you're right. You know, and, and while they stripped Conor of the 145 title, as a fan, who's who's the top guy at 145? I guess it's Conor for as long as he makes that weight. I don't think he's making that way anymore. I think he's done with that. I think I, I think he's going to be a 155 guy. And and I think it seems to me that what he really would love to do is do these exhibition fights where it looks like he's doing something crazy, like when he fought Nate Diaz, but really he's just racking up tens of millions of dollars. The the Joe Rogan circle all seems to agree with you that he won't hit 145 again. But the McConnor, I'm sorry, the McGregor camp is like, dude, I can hit 145 anytime I want. I've never missed that weight. I've never, you know, like it. It's hard. I, gotta, I can see I Connor. Get there. I can see the Connor camp being like, watch out, 135. Like, yeah. like, like, look, look out, everybody. You know, yeah, like, the Connor camp though, they're insistent that like I'm the 145 pound champ. I can do it again. Don't make me come down there and kick your ass, much like us Northerners feel. <laughs> go get sweaty and go home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think he should do that just for the fuck of it. Just go down there. Civil War. And 
and just beat the shit out of the 135 guy if he can maybe by that point he he's so emaciated away. that he's just like withering almost and the other guy's like oh finally he just lost yeah. too much <laughs> like, <laughs> he's really he really big at 145 i don't know if there's any ever been a bigger 145 pounder so no one really thinks he can do 135 I don't know. It's it's so weird to be, the because of the the cutting weight. You know, you'll see people in that. You'll see mismatches that that you're like, and you'll hear the announcer be like, "Yeah, he's a big one fifty five pounder." Yeah, and you're like, "Dear God, like how much <laughs> diuretics do they have this guy on to get him in here? Like, did they remove some ribs? Exactly. Like, this guy is bigger than me, and he's fighting at one forty five. Like, like he's like six two or yeah. something with His like a seventy two inch. because he's got one lung, but you got to make weight. <laughs> You know? Meanwhile, he's fighting a man who walks around at like 160. Like it's it's I don't know that that can be problematic sometimes. Yeah. I'm more I'm but more then, excited about the the Polish chicks. I want to see what happens to the bantamweight division. It, I I hope Nunez uh, beats up some more chicks and we have high level fights. It's fun when you see the opposite too. Like Frankie Edgar for a while was the 155 pound champion, right? This guy would walk around at like 159, <laughs> and and he's the toughest guy on the planet at 155, and he was just known for like being as good in the fifth round as he was in the first. His opponent is the equivalent of a V8 that sucks down gas, and Frankie is like, <laughs> I just gotta kind of not get hit in the first two rounds and wait until you slow the fuck down, and and you know that he would have all these like amazing comeback fights, like I had two against Gray Maynard, and like, like he he was the comeback king, and it's like, dude, this is a cardio monster. Because he doesn't deplete himself the day before the fight. Who's, who's, who's Garbrandt fighting next? Is he fighting TJ Dillashaw? Yes. Didn't he ask for Dillashaw to get tested pre-fight? Yeah, he asked for something I don't fully understand, like extreme yeah. testing or intensive testing or something like that, like a higher level of... of extreme testing. vetting, yeah. Uh, maybe he <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, to test so, his blood, make sure he's not a Muslim. Okay. <laughs> I, I talked about um, TJ if he is, on the show list. weeks ago. Like I, I saw him and instantly thought, um, they call it gyno, but the, what's the full term for it? Uh, when a guy, uh, no, no, no. Um, gynoplasia? The, is it? Okay. And uh, anyway, he has his... Gynoplamastia? He has puffy like nipples. That. He has puffy nipples. They're always hard, which is weird. <laughs> and, um, and they're a little puffy, TJ Dillashaw. If you look up like Dillashaw versus Linkler, then you'll see like recent pictures of him. It's not extreme, yeah. extreme. Like he's not a chick or anything. Do you think you could milk him? You think maybe he lactates a little if you I were to give him a little go. pinch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think he'd do to you? Anything he wanted. <laughs> anything. I, I just hope that he doesn't want to do anything I don't or want maybe to. Because it's really on cry. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I called out Dillashaw as a steroid guy. And then I, I looked into it more recently Faber called him out, his old teammate, as a steroid guy. And he was like, you know, Dillashaw looks like nothing now that USADA rolled in. He looks like a little boy. Like, I, I didn't notice a big difference personally. But, um, and then someone else called him out as a steroid cheat too. And now uh, Garbrandt does. And, and, and I thought I saw it. You know, the eye test, the guy's got well, nipples. I, I was a huge fan of Garbrandt's last fight. So mm -hmm. that I, um, I want him to stay whole. So... Because I, I feel like a guy like that could get could get fucking kicked in the head and then not be himself anymore, like mm. BJ is now. Like that, that BJ BJ lost a, a little bit of himself uh, the other night. We all watched it live on TV for free. Uh, he got kicked. <laughs> too, he got he got kicked way too many times in the head. There was Taylor. There was one 360 degree spinning kick that he took to the head. Okay, like like that was just a casual thing he threw in. It wasn't like he like crouched and like charged up. Like he just threw that in. Like there was a front kick where like he just 
kicked him like that with the front of his fucking foot, and it was awful. He Why would BJ that... Penn volunteer to do it? He didn't. I... He wanted. He was thirty-seven, and he thought he still had it. Oh, speaking of which, Kennedy just retired. We yeah, had he Kennedy did. at on thirty-seven. PK at thirty-seven, yeah. I might be wrong on BJ's age. Maybe that. Yeah, I thought BJ was like forty-one. Oh, BJ. No, we looked this up. He's thirty-seven, I think. Thirty-seven too. Okay, whatever. So, um, uh, yeah, Tim Kennedy retired. That's like, it's probably the right call. You know, I know he took a real whooping last time against Kevin Gastelum, who um, is not no. like the division elite. I, well, he's good, but he was good enough to really beat the shit out of Tim that night. Yeah, that perfect. And, and but I don't think people see him as a future champ or anything. Whereas yeah. Kennedy was at times kind of the uncrowned champ. I mean, he could beat the fuck out of Bisping. He did, right? He beat him. He beat Bisping. Um, and he nearly beat Yol Romero. Probably would have won that if the guy didn't, like, they call it stoolgate. Like, between rounds, he took an extra. Or like, shit. Yeah, yeah, extra 30 seconds of rest. And, and he couldn't answer the bell. Tim Kennedy pretty much knocked the fuck out of him at the end of the first, I think. It might have been second. And, uh, and he couldn't answer the bell. And his team is, like, spilling ice all over. Like, oh, I can't fight yet. Pouring water on the ground. No. Oh, yeah, look, we all left. And, and it's such horseshit that I... left his chair I, in the ring. Like, I wish mistakes Tim were made. had attacked him. I wish Tim had waved off anyone and everyone who thought different and said... Pointed up the clock and fucking went after him. And like he's like, no, no, no. And like looking yeah. at the ref, and Tim's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the yeah. fight, the fucking ding, ding. Like, like I, if you I'll whip your ass bell, with you that lose. stool. Like, <laughs> with yeah. <this> stool. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's how he bought time. He's like, he's like, he just kept sitting on his chair when it came time to fight. He should have went over there and drug him off his fucking chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, and, and then I, he lost that I forget fight. if they spilled yeah, too bad. much ice or spilled too much water, but like a crew had to come in and clean the canvas. Yeah. And uh, and the the guy needed he couldn't answer the bell so his his corner cheated should have called him out yeah but, they should have um, been like done yeah. so and Joel Romero by the way is, I think he's about to take the title from Bisping so beating that guy which in my head he did was yeah a pretty I would bet thing. against Bisping uh, I would bet against Bisping for sure <sighs> so Kenny I don't know how on that short like in that little rotation in my mind like like right there kind of with Weidman Rockhold and Jacare is you know like guys who could beat the champ. And now he's retired. So, hmm. uh, it's probably a good call. The thing is, being a fighter, it, it wasn't that profitable for him. Like, he had a fight called off, and his fight camp apparently was equivalent to pretty much his show fee. And, hmm. um, and then his next fight, of course, you know, I guess he got the show fee again because he lost. And, uh, you know, he's just... Not making money as a fighter. Yeah, but on the other hand, he's making easy money searching for Hitler or something. So I can see why he's making the shift. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, he's got that special forces background and everything. And he's a well-spoken guy. Yeah, no need to take any brain damage. He's not BJ Penn. BJ Penn's rich. Did you know that? Good. I didn't yeah. know that. He, no, he has. It's even, even more retarded to go out there and take that fucking brain damage the other night. I'm, I'm telling you, he, you couldn't have picked a worse matchup. It, like, BJ looked shorter than this guy significantly. He, like, his arms looked stubby. It looked like a big, powerful, like, like a young collegiate baseball star taking on a catcher from the 80s. <laughs> like it, it was, it was like, whoa, whoa, that's not fair. Like that guy's meant to fucking sit behind the plate for nine innings. Like, like BJ just BJ was bad. always rich. I don't know. He was born into wealth. I think his parents own like a giant Hawaiian hotel or something like that. And um, he, he, I just know he's at a level where work was 
always an optional thing for him. Where he'll be able to like get some some treatment for the brain damage. Can you find, on, can you find him like getting his head kicked in on YouTube? Or is it they always seem to take all that shit down right away? They're vigilant oh. about that. Yeah. I don't... <sighs> what was his name? Yair? Y A I R Rodriguez, okay. I think. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. What what do these people have to get from just uploading pictures of the fight with music? <laughs> YouTube money. Oh, this one might be. Oh, yeah, did you see links. that? There, I, this is off topic, but so we've watched a couple trends now. We've seen the hydraulic press channel. We've seen the hot knife channel. And I was like, dude, the shredder. Like, I wanted to do the shredder. I looked into how much it cost to buy a shredder. And a cheesy fucking gay one was like 10 grand. And uh, the one you really want is like a quarter million. I was like, yeah, this is just prohibitively expensive. Like, so I never did it. Some guy did it. Some guy bought a cheesy fucking gay $10,000 shredder. And he's getting like 6 million views a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's shredding the gayest stuff. Like, like here, a bottle's a bottle of Elmer's glue. Uh, he did. He tried to shred a knife, a hot knife, and it broke his shredder. He had to like disassemble it and take it out. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't reverse, so if things get stuck, the sh- you have to take the shredder apart. Um, at, at the end of that video, I linked. It, they, there's an interesting thing. They're showing the longest active win streaks in the UFC featherweight the division. You got Max Holloway with nine, Connor with seven, and Yair with six. Like, like. See that's that's what I'm talking about with the meat grinder just 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 fucking it's 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 jammed. It's not grinding meat. He's gotten kicked in the head so many times in this minute and ten second clip. Yeah, like this. Yeah, you know I don't really feel bad for him. What do you, you what don't. did you think was gonna fucking happen? You're 37, and that guy looks like he just finished high school. Like he's not gonna be tired. He could fight you. He he could. This guy looks like he could do three of these fights in a row if he felt like it. (laughs) Like he does. Thirty-seven-year-old retired hockey hall of famers. Retired in the hall of fame. Like imagine a a hockey player at thirty-two. Right? He's so awesome. He immediately gets inducted into the hall of fame, and then at thirty-seven, he's like, you know what? I want to give this another go. Like he's Lemieux almost. Yeah, yeah, and then they'd come back and they wouldn't be able to compete because the game passed them by. Like, yeah. I mean, Yager's still playing, but that's the exception, not the rule. I was trying to, like, tell good. Uh, Kyle last night to turn on the Pittsburgh-Washington game because it was, like, the, uh, the cream of the crop best hockey game to get someone who's not into hockey into it more. The final score was 8-7. to seven. There were nine goals scored in the second period. Yeah, like, it was I was ridiculous. like, "That's fifteen. You can't fool me." Yeah, that's so- <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was crazy. The Penguins scored six in the second period. Malkin got his own hat trick in the second j- just for the fuck of it, ostensibly. But I don't know. It was a really good one. It was a good game. Blues are playing right now, probably losing. We'll see. Yeah. Nope, they're tied. There the we Blues go. are fortunate to be in the weakest division in hockey right now. Oh, Atlantic is the worst by far. Uh, I don't know. I'm positive of this. It's like a known oh. thing on hockey forums that Atlantic is having like a almost historically bad compared to the other teams, whereas Metropolitan is tearing it up. Like Metropolitan's strongest in the league this year, definitely. But yeah, that's oh man, Philly, 
fell uh, the fuck apart. You know, they won 10 games in a row, and in the 14 games since then, they've won two. I have so a they went on a game winning streak and then almost a 12 game losing streak. How are the Penguins doing? It's okay. That was my... You want to know why? Why? Go Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, go, go Hurricanes. <laughs> the Hurricanes are hot. They're on a four game winning streak. They're about to pass the Flyers. That's the beauty of having a backup team, baby. <laughs> you know, we, it's going to be so fun when my predictions come true and the Blackhawks take on the Penguins for the, for the Cup. That's what's coming. It could. I'm not betting on the Blackfeet, but yeah, um, I wouldn't bet on the Blackfeet just because. Oh, they're gonna stomp all over you. <laughs> the Blackfeet are a whole team that is tied up in their top line right now, and they're like they have like five guys who have enormous contracts. Like if it, if they're gonna win another Stanley Cup in this era for them of Kane and Taves, they gotta do it fucking now, because they will not get another shot next year. Like, they're just not going to be good enough because they didn't know that. I mean, but they mortgage their future to get those three Stanley Cups, which I think makes their GM a really great GM. Like, if you can say, hey, we're going to win three Stanley Cups in the next seven years, but for that period after that, for a few years, we're going to suck dick. Like, we're going to be paying a couple of old guys a lot of money. I'd say, like, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Pay those old fucks. Like, just get us a cup already. <laughs> We've waited 40 years. You're yeah. kind of projecting at this point. <laughs> it's actually, uh, the Blues' 50th season. You know? <laughs> Missed the playoffs eight times in half a century. Never won. Never yes. won. It's your GM. I, I get, that's interesting. So you have a GM who gets you into the playoffs every year, like Boston Lake Run, and uh, and you're like not happy with it. Whereas. You know, you get a team that goes hot and cold, like say the I like that better. I, I, I want a championship every now and then. Yeah, Would I want you the rather be the Canes. I'd rather be the Canes, where they go a long amount of time sucking, and then they win, and then they go a long amount of time. Su- well, for the Canes, it was different because they were such a new franchise. It wasn't like there was a waiting period. Right. It was like six years later. It's like who won the Stanley Cup? And it's like fuck you. Like n- nobody it cared. Been something like that. Yeah, they also like lost six- the cup too. I don't, people sometimes forget, but two years before they won it, they lost it, which is, you know, it's an accomplishment to get there. Yeah, for sure. But I would, yeah, I'd rather have the team that has the real high highs and then the real low lows. If you actually get some wins, whereas St. Louis was like, Hey, how about we just make the playoffs from 1979 to 2005? <laughs> Should we ever win? It? No. Some no, president's cups mixed in there. Post- line we don't want a good draft pick but we don't want the worst draft pick you know it's like <laughs> just picking middling idiots you know just suck dick for a few years and let us win i want the like, flyers to put some rookies in i i keep reading like everywhere i read they have the apparently if they're like in the farm system they are the runaway winners of players not in the nhl yet uh, they've got like three goalies, and I know Taylor has said that goalies are particularly difficult to project who's good and bad. But they have three, like in the in the like Olympics for junior hockey, they have um, uh, they have a bunch of forwards. To, like they're just super strong all over the place. I'm convinced there is some hungry as fuck defenseman who just wants to wreck house, you know, in the NHL. Or, or, they're, uh, they're giving Shane Gostisbehere a lot of ice time, I think, unless he's still injured. But he, he's not a rookie, technically. Last year was his rookie year, but he's going to be good. Uh, he is good already. But, yeah, I don't know. I not, That's part of the sport I don't follow as much is, like, draft picks and prospects because I don't want to be let down and be like, oh, like, I know our, our first-round draft pick this year was Tage Thompson. <clears throat> and every once in a while, 
I see something on the on the St. Louis Blues Reddit where it's like, Tage Thompson, awesome goal. It's like, not going to watch that. Don't fucking care because I'm just going to be like, man, maybe we really do have a top-line center. Maybe he's going to come up next year. And then undoubtedly he's going to come up, suck dick, and be like, well, he's just another guy who couldn't hack it in the big leagues, you know? It's a whole what, different what league. What position does Big T play? Tarasenko is right wing. Oh, okay. okay. The best right wing in the NHL. Can't there argue you about that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, see, you have to make claims that are obscure enough that there will be no, <laughs> yeah. no fight back. You, know? you require <laughs> me to name a better right wing. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, one time uh, Crosby shifted over. Yeah. <laughs> he would be an asshole and just play another position to be like, hey, did everybody see me play right wing last night? Just wanted to establish if I wanted to, I could be the best at that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to strap on the goalie pads for next game just to keep the rest of you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so hard. The puck's so hard and it comes so fast. Get out of there. Call it a wrap? Yeah, yeah. Kyle, I'm going to think of the same thing. All right, uh, that was PKN episode 127. I hope you guys enjoyed. It's still recording. There it is.